Last time on Glee Boot, we talked about the Glee Project season two, including math fetishist Michael, uh, bland white bread, who's also part Cuban, uh, Blake, and uh, Tony Award winner. I'm losing her name. Oh my God! What was Allie? Allie, Tony Award winner oh, Allie. Yeah. Yes, okay. Um, and it's been a bit of a break, but now we're back to talk about Glee season four. Yay! Woo-hoo! The fresh seasons. The uh, lost seasons. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, I'm just gonna come up out up front and just say this episode. Yeah, like we should have stopped after season three. There's no more glee. Like, so. yeah. <laughs> glee boot. Yeah. Well, welcome back to Glee Boot, the show where we get drunk and talk about rebooting Glee one episode at a time. I'm Cullen. It is I, Alyssa. I am Hannah. And we have a special guest, one of our good friends from grad school and a fellow podcaster, T. Yay. Hey, hi, everybody. Welcome, Welcome. T. Thank you. It's nice to be here. Thank you, Cohen, Alyssa, Heather. I really appreciate (laughs) (laughs) you guys Uh, inviting me on the show. Inside joke. (laughs) I think we've talked about the Heather thing, though. We we definitely have. have. The the listeners are now inside the inside oh, yeah. joke. Yeah. Okay, it's an <laughs> even bigger inside joke. Because, uh, yeah, the Heather thing, it always makes me smile when I think about Hannah being called Heather. Gee, you'll appreciate this. Not only, yeah. I'm used to it because my cousin's name is Heather, and yeah, she's on the podcast, but I also yeah. have a roommate named Heather. Oh, I'm surrounded no. by Heathers. That's great. Well, thank you guys for having me, and I'm excited. I'm more excited just to see you guys and to uh, talk about Glee. Yeah, we were talking Yay. right before, and we realized that it's literally been almost exactly three years since I've seen T. It's been a couple years since you guys have seen him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Well, fortunately, I stay the same, so it's no different than you saw me <laughs> <laughs> two, two or three years ago. You know, in, a, in this crazy couple of years of all these changes in the world, it's nice to know that T stays the same. You know, it's yeah. pretty, much the, pretty much the same. <laughs> for your post-pandemic it's me good so, deal so today uh well before we get into the episode t what is your journey with the show glee well cohen i i did a little research last night and i realized that i have seen three episodes of the show glee i've seen the show the new rachel which i watched because hannah told me to I watched the Rocky Horror Picture Show episode because, oh, John, no. because John Stamos was in that. I'm a big John Stamos fan. I love he was in a movie called Never Too Young to Die. He was really good in that. And he was, of course, in, in Full House. Uh, and then uh, I saw the episode where they sing the song about not believing or stop believing or something. Don't, Don't stop, stop believing. believing. That's the one. The pilot. <laughs> Yo, is it the pilot? Then I've seen those three. However, Leah Michelle, who plays Rachel, I guess, went to my high school. So that's my other wow. connection. To that's so cool. She, she was a few years ahead of me. Do you remember her in high school? No, but I remember stories about her, which I don't know if you want me to actually tell the stories that I heard about yes. her. Yeah. Well, yes. she was not- Listen, the world has heard some stories about Leah Michelle. I'm sure there's nothing worse you could give us. I can confirm those. I can confirm the Ellen rumors. I can confirm uh, Leah Michelle. from what I heard, 
Well, first of all, she never says she's from my hometown. She says she's from New York, which maybe she was born there, but she went to my high school in New Jersey. So that always sticks <laughs> me off whenever they say that. Uh, but she was apparently not the most, the friendliest gal, the friendliest bulb on the bush. The, uh, you know, that uh, like she was <laughs> not the, someone you would want to sit with at lunchtime necessarily. Hmm. Uh, I never heard any good story about her ever. Not that wow. people were really talking to me in high school, but from what I overheard the other kids <laughs> talking about, it sounded like she was not too, but she was a couple of years ahead of me. But yeah. uh, uh, if she wants to go out on a date with me, that's another story. <laughs> She's married You're and has a kid. Story, oh, she is? Yeah. yeah. I don't know anything about her. I There's one person on the show today, which I'm going to be very excited to talk about, who I was really excited to see in this, in this show. I have a lot of strong opinions on her, but that's as much as my relationship with Glee goes. So you guys will have to fill in the many blanks in my, <laughs> in my knowledge. No worries. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I think this is a good episode to come into because there's a lot of new stuff for us, too, that we're going to have questions about. So yeah. we're all lost. Yes, yes. Just very... Good word for this episode. Some ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> so what are we drinking yeah. today? Yes, what uh, are we drinking? I was just uh, given a petite Syrah from my boyfriend out there. Um, Your what? Yeah, my boyfriend. <laughs> we'll have to talk about that later. You know, Hannah, you don't update me. You used to update me every single day. You used to come over to my apartment. We used to go over to Scoozy or O'Leary's. And you used to update me. Oh Shame on you. I know. I will keep you updated more. But anyway, it's uh, from Oak Grove. It's from California. 2019. It's been sitting in my fridge. Uh, so I'm sure Alyssa will appreciate that. It's been in my fridge instead of just. Well done. Time. Well done. <laughs> And I think that's only because my friend who gave it to me, she gave me the open bottle from her fridge and I put it in mine. Okay. Um, yeah, that's what I'm drinking. I'm drinking from your housewarming gifts part two that arrives. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Yeah. Um, I forgot there was a part two. It is a brunette nut brown ale from Nebraska Brewing Company. That's is it good? Good. I haven't had any of it yet. It's good. I like it. Nice. I am drinking a watermelon white claw. Are they good? Don't you like they, them? It's freaking delicious. I, mango are the best. It's so good. Mm-hmm. I love, first of all, I love watermelon. So saying that I love something that's watermelon flavored, that's a big deal for me. Yeah. This is really, really, really good. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you, I also discovered you can get all of just like individual flavors in just like their own packs. You don't have to get the Volti packs, which is also good. Maybe it's what? not like that in California. It is here. I'm going to have to search specifically yeah. for that then. Yeah. Keep an eye out for it. Cause I, I literally just saw an all mango pack and an all watermelon pack the other day. And I was like, mm. Hmm. I'll have to come up with a Glee cocktail for watermelon white claw, like the Fabre <laughs> firework of the Trotty mouth. Oh my goodness. Oh Yeah. Yeah, hopefully there'll be a new character you'll be inspired by. Like, oh yeah, that person, they're a watermelon white claw. Are you drinking anything, T? I have a, a, a bottle of water here that uh, was established in 1845, this company. <laughs> I, uh, I actually oh, don't drink, I don't drink uh, anymore, very, very much anymore. Isn't that amazing? Mostly because I've been on a keto diet 
since uh, oh. since uh, um, a very long time, October. Although last night I went out and had sushi, which kind of screwed that whole thing up. But wait, since uh, October you've been on keto? Yeah. Holy crap! I'm, I'm That's back amazing. Down, I'm, I'm I'm as felt as I was when you first laid eyes on me all those wait, years so ago. Sushi is not keto because of the rice. Because of the rice, mm. but I, I I've been so strict with myself, so I. I yeah, I, I, I cheated a little bit. Honestly, since October, that's awesome. Yeah, that's and really cool. Sushi. Next time, just get sashimi. I would have, but I wanted sushi. <laughs> because okay, I, sometimes yeah. I can't tell the difference between which. I know one has rice, one doesn't have rice. Although it took two hours. It was the slowest service you've ever oh, seen. No. Two, two hours for a piece of raw fish. I mean, I don't know what they were doing back there. They must have gone and, and fished it out of the ocean. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, but uh, yeah, I'm just having some some uh, very tasty water. And I'll watch Hannah drink, which I miss doing. <laughs> yeah, so, T, you took the quizzes. I did take the quizzes. What Glee character are you? Okay, let me see. I got to open up my phone here. I'm so here excited and I... for this. <laughs> Does anyone have any guesses? That's a good question. Um... Sue Sylvester. Yeah. Is he even I'm... an option? Well, I don't know. I actually don't know who the who options are. Who did we are. assign T when we assigned everyone in the program Glee characters? Oh, that's something that I don't think T even knows. <laughs> now he knows. Um, uh, I should have the note somewhere. <laughs> I think he was Sue. I want to. I want to say that's probably right. The cheer coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which... I, I, that's that's one I I know. Do you want me to tell you which one I was? Okay. Yeah. Want to know which Glee character you are? Then spend the blah, blah, blah. I am Santana Lopez. <laughs> <laughs> now listen oh to the, listen to the description. Okay, you're funny, snarky, and stylish. You have no problem speaking your mind or telling people off. You're blunt when your friends ask for advice, but when it come, but it comes from a place of love. That's pretty accurate, I would say. Yeah, uh, except for accurate. the stylish part. <laughs> That's true. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Got him. What was the other one you asked me? Your Glee boyfriend. Oh, oh my Glee boyfriend. At this point, I'll take anything. Uh, everyone <laughs> has everyone has a boyfriend from Glee. Here's yours. I don't even know who this one. I don't think he was in the episode. Blaine Anderson. Oh, that's yeah, my that's boyfriend. Yeah. Yes. Was, he the, was he in the episode? Yeah. 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 He's the guy that sang with the cups. Oh, okay. He, uh, he he's wearing a robe. I guess that's what's that's what's changing my 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 perception <laughs> of his face or something. He, yeah. he has a, uh, he has that's a Darren Chris. God's yeah. miracle, Darren Chris. Oh. That's my Glee character and my Glee boyfriend. That, Oh, we, we have the same boyfriend, Colin. Yeah. yeah. It's a cat fight. <laughs> <laughs> that, those results, yes, I am very pleased with those results. Good yeah. <laughs> so we're here to talk about season four, episode one, The New Rachel. We're entering into the seasons that shouldn't have happened. Yeah, uh, pretty much. And it's all new. <laughs> And we get some some new faces. A lot um, of new faces. A lot of new faces. Um, so my notes are 
five words because I did not write my notes this week. <gasps> I know I was a little unprepared, unlike T. Um, <laughs> I have new Glee members. We had that storyline. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had the Rachel storyline. So Rachel and then Kurt I have the Kurt storyline. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Accurate. Yeah. So let's start with our heroine. Let's start with Rachel. <sighs> yeah. Rachel's in Niata, New York Academy of Dramatic Arts. I can't believe I know that. Um, <laughs> it, which does not exist in real life. Yeah. Real place. Yeah. I looked it up. It's not real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and she's in a dance class with the one and only Kate Hudson as her teacher. <laughs> it was, this was so disorienting. <laughs> there was just a lot of new stuff happening. And then I was just like, oh my God, though, her abs. Wow. I was so impressed. What, Kate Hudson abs? Did yeah. you not see her abs? Um, I did. In, what, was she wearing a crop top or something? Yeah. Eventually, yeah. I definitely was not paying attention to her abs. Oh, oh yeah. It was impressed. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's because I walked in and Alyssa had just started the episode and I was like, oh, do you want to watch watch it together? I still need to watch this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought she had, had gotten farther because I'm like, they wouldn't start off with Rachel in the entirely new environment. That's what but I But they thought. did. Yep. <laughs> That's how the episode started. Classroom. <laughs> First and scene. it was, yeah, it was lots of anger happening in the yeah. scene and also within me. <laughs> Um, yeah. She was so mean. Okay, my one question here is why always does Glee have to portray teachers as like terrible people? I don't think they've had one teacher who number one knows how to do their job and number two is like a decent human. What about Miss Dusenberry? She doesn't know how to do her job. She We thought the Nazis won. No, that's Miss Haggish. <laughs> Oh, Miss Duesenberry was the one that wouldn't let Puck. Oh yes, sleep with her. I yeah. forgot about her. She's the, the. I think we said like she's the only <laughs> teacher. Like, give her the entire school. Like, let her do everything. Yes, yes, she should be principal. <laughs> yeah, Glee has this thing where the teachers are bad at their jobs, and they probably became teachers because they follow that adage of those who can't teach. Uh, or those who can't do teach. Yeah, th- those who can't. <laughs> but do these teach. people also can't teach. <laughs> yeah, so that's what's. Um, that's, but, and then the things Kate Hudson says, she literally. I wrote it down. If you're not suffering from body dysmorphia, then you're not <laughs> doing it right, or something. And I was like, Ooh, Jesus Christ! That's where we Rough. start. Yeah, and it just goes up from there in not a good way though because she calls someone muffin top um mm-hmm. and is like you need to only eat uh rice cakes and lip tag i don't remember something hippocac or yeah yeah i don't know what that is yeah is it like a diuretic it's what you give that to someone to make them puke oh what cool. if they if you get uh you give it to them and they throw it up. Like, like a, I think it's actually outlawed nowadays. Ew. Like you violently throw up from Ipecac. Huh. That's disgusting. That's why you brought me on the show to fill you in on uh, yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We don't fact check on this show very rarely. So that's why you bring the guests because they're way smarter than we are. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's so she's also putting her student in danger. Yep. Yeah. She's a monster. Um, can't stand her. And then Rachel rolls her eyes at her and she calls her Miss David Schwimmer. Um, um what? Uh, I don't know who David Schwimmer is. That's Ross, he's from, Ross Friends. from Friends. Oh. Is he Jewish? Is this the connection here? What's the deal? I think so. I also was like, I don't quite know what's going on with this reference. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, they... Schwimmer kind of sounds like a Jewish name, but I don't actually know if it is. Yeah. yeah. Lee Michelle uh, isn't Jewish, though. I always like to point that out. Yep, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, um, and then there's some um, really derogatory stuff about Ohio that I have not heard. I did not remember this for my first time, obviously, watching it. Um, Kate Hudson, she called Ohio a giant turd <laughs> that Michigan can't pinch off. And she also said that Ohio is worse than Iowa. Iowa is definitely worse. Yeah, as a Michigan person, I was like, wait, Iowa's worse than Ohio. The only thing Iowa has is the music man. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But then when she was like, it's a turd, I was like, yeah. (laughs) I resent all of that. Ohio has Chicago, right? My geography is correct. No, is it not? Chicago is in Illinois. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Alyssa, you need to get back to the Midwest stack. <laughs> no, I need to go back to, to the geography Midwest class. and, like, retake my third grade class. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so bad um, at geography. <laughs> yeah. Ohio has Columbus and Cleveland and Toledo. Yeah. Okay. And Lima, Ohio. Yeah. I've heard that Cleveland is... Cleveland. It's called the mistake by the lake. Yep. So, <laughs> and I'll be there in July. So, oh. um, but yeah, I was like, I was sitting there, I was like, I'm going to come up with a witty comeback for how Michigan is to Ohio. And I, I couldn't. <laughs> so I guess I'm just deterred. <laughs> um, so yeah. So, so T, how was that as your first introduction to this, this episode of Glee? Well, I had absolutely no idea what the hell was going on for about because uh, I thought that she went to school in a glee club and she's at some like college in New York. And I thought yeah. it was someplace else. So then I used our old friend Wikipedia to fill to to explain to me that uh, she had something had happened that she had graduated. Something had happened. <laughs> and uh, and uh, that uh so is this whole season, like, she's in one place and everyone else is in another place? Oh, yeah. yeah. So That's it's strange. A four, oh, yeah. <laughs> that never happened on Golden Girls. They all stayed four, four in the house. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of Golden Girls references. That's what I want to say every episode now. You know what? This never happened on Golden Girls. <laughs> Honestly, we should. <laughs> that should be our... our are a match. Well, that means I'd have to watch Golden Girls. No, you, you mean you went to school with me for how long? You never watched one episode in the all the time. All my references that is, to Golden that Girls. That is correct. <laughs> she didn't bring your couch as much as I did. Is true. She, she wasn't forced into this Yeah. <laughs> uh, Chances are, if you told me to watch it, I deliberately 
you didn't should, watch for it. Own, for, <laughs> yeah. for your own uh, for your own mental health, everyone should enjoy a good episode of Golden Girls. It's like a it's like a toothbrush in your brain cleans it right up. Oh, <laughs> that does not sound mm, good. It burns. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, so Kate Hudson is Cassandra July. Oh, that's her dance name. teacher. Yeah, I'm not that sure. If, yeah, I think they say it. Yeah. Um, and uh, Rachel is depressed and lonely in New York. Her roommate is always busy with like different guys. Yeah, that silhouette was confusing. Uh, like she like looks over and she's like horrified, and I'm like, I think I see a body on top of another body. I can't quite tell. <laughs> and then I was like, Is this how you do sex? I don't know. Um, uh, to be fair, they never specified if it was guys. True. true. I That's think true. she's very open bisexual. Right. So we don't we don't know. <sighs> Glee's bisexual icon, Rachel's roommate. <laughs> Rachel's faceless roommate, faceless and nameless roommate uh, for this for this episode. Um yeah, so so we so in that class though with Cassandra, she basically like targets Rachel because Rachel like gets like a, a face after she calls mm-hmm. that girl muffin top. And so this kind of starts the teacher like bullying Rachel. So yeah, because Rachel falls and she's like, "I don't need help getting up." And she's like, "I'm not here to help you. I'm here to give you a big New York welcome." You, you suck. suck. <laughs> I'm like, I, I wish I could fire this character. <laughs> yeah. The amount of gratification <laughs> that would give me. Yeah. <laughs> to just be not just not for the show to fire the character, for me to be on the show firing <laughs> You walk Sandra on July. As, as like a non-named character, like you're just like a fan. And you're like, no, stop, stop. <laughs> or fire. <laughs> Go home, Kate Hudson. How to lose a job in ten days. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what the oh my god, what if this what if she's not Cassandra July? What if she's your character Andy from How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days? And she's writing an article how to lose a job as a dance teacher at a college in ten days. Oh my god. We cracked it. That's it. That's what's happening. Yeah. But Rachel. She's she's kind of a mess. Yeah. So she's, she's also the only one who doesn't wear black. Oh, yeah. Anyone notice that? Yeah. yeah everyone it's, else is wearing dark colors. Yeah. It's so she stands out as our protagonist. Yes. You can pick her out of the scene. I know. But still. <laughs> Maybe she should have uh, read the memo. Read the room, Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Rachel's depressed and lonely, and she hasn't heard from Finn. Um, and so she started showering at 3 a.m., because she can't sleep anyway and because people had opinions about her It's a co-ed bathroom. Yeah. A co-ed community bathroom. I I have a lot of a lot of questions. Maybe it's just because New York does things differently. But yeah, I don't think even my school was relatively like well no, because we didn't have community bathrooms. We all had private bathrooms. But I don't think like other colleges had co-ed bathrooms like that. Cause like, I would think like you would have, I don't know, like a boys co-ed or boys public bathroom, girls yeah. community bathroom, right? 
think. Yeah, That's I mean, unless you're on co-ed floors. Even, but even then, like, wouldn't you probably split them up? I don't know. Yeah. I, I went mean, to there's... school in New York. We had different bathrooms. Guys were in yeah. one place, girls were in the other. I feel yeah. like that's pretty typical is having gendered bathrooms. Yeah. So I don't know if like Yada is just like really with it <laughs> or they're just like, OK, we need to get these two characters to meet like ASAP and we need it to be sexy. <laughs> there you go. Co-ed bathrooms. No one's going to question it. Right. I just want to say I had a community bathroom for a brief time in college. Horrifying. I remember walking in those stalls and being like, I've been going to the bathroom for 20 years and I don't know what situation creates this. <laughs> the difference between a boy's bathroom and a girl's bathroom. Probably not much, honestly. Girls are just as gross. Yeah, but I, if we, I want to say like, if we see grossness, we tell someone about it and we're like, get rid yeah, of the grossness. That's yeah. probably Whereas the guy is just like, mm, I guess there. this is okay, how we live. Done. <laughs> yeah. I guess I live in shit hell now. <laughs> I, yeah. So glad I avoided that. But um, I had community bathrooms and not going to lie. I definitely took showers at odd hours because I hated having anyone else in there. So three o'clock in the morning, like I, I was there. I, I get it. I get um, that, but yeah. her logic is because people made fun of her for her moisturizing routine. <laughs> yes, that was very strange. Which we know was just... intense from the Valentine's Day episode. But couldn't she just do that in her room at like a mirror? Like she doesn't have to be in the bathroom to do that, right? Well, you need a sink so you can like wash off the f- stuff you put on your face. Yeah. Uh, I guess so. I guess if she's doing like the whole shebang. Anyway, but I was just like, so she, so she doesn't sleep, so she's sleep deprived. She's yep. gonna start hallucinating. I was like, she's gonna go insane. <laughs> Can't wait for next episode when that happens. Uh. <laughs> but I have to say, like, even in like the first, you know, few minutes, like, they really had me feeling bad for her, which hasn't happened in so long. <laughs> yeah, in a couple seasons, really. <laughs> yeah, since. <laughs> Like season one, episode one. Did anyone have episode. this hard of a time at college? Like, I mean, going from rural Ohio to New York is a big, that's a big jump. Yeah. That's true. Um, And also, like, she's in a really cutthroat sort of professional program, too. Mm-hmm. So, like, I went to school for English. No one is competing for anything there. <laughs> um, yeah. So, like, she's got a lot going on right now and i mean like, she was supposed to go with kurt and with finn like she was supposed to take her group with her and she's completely alone yeah i had some teachers in college like i had one teacher that said he hated the irish and he hated catholics wow and he talked about how he dated a woman under a false name for years wait okay this surprised me didn't you go to a catholic college no I went to a public school oh yeah my i did not know that <laughs> Uh-huh. I went to a Catholic college. I'm getting my education and <laughs> education mixed up. <laughs> You're like, did I go to Catholic? No, 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 I went to a Catholic um, Yeah, and, but I was like a junior by then. Um, and you were like, whatever, have your own opinion. Yeah, and if it was up to him, I would have ended up a Republican. <laughs> because I like didn't get anything he was trying to teach me. And then I had another professor that like kind of made me a liberal. <laughs> 
Wow. Yeah. Well, I guess it's a good thing that you were like, hey, I like being Catholic. And you're like, I don't, I'm not going to understand anything you say. Yeah. And then we had this, that guy reviewed my really good professor later. And I was like, I learned nothing from you. And you get to review the good professor. Ugh. But he was a man, so he had tenure. Oh. Yeah, so basically that says they can say whatever they want, right? Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> no more college politics. That's another podcast. Um, yeah. Coming soon. No. <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. Please, no. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Rachel bathroom. tells... Yeah, Rachel's in the bathroom. And then this is our third eavesdropping on someone singing in the shower sequence oh in Glee. Holy shit, yeah. Because Will eavesdropped on Finn. Finn eavesdropped on Sam. Yep. Rachel eavesdrops on Brody. That's his name? <laughs> yeah. I, okay, no offense <laughs> to any of the Brodies of the world, but, like, it has the word bro in it, and I just, I can't. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, and so she's listening to him sing some song that I didn't recognize, um, Sister Christian or something. Yes, or, I think yeah. so. Um, and he gets out of the shower naked and she washes him and he puts on the towel and then he's like, oh, I shower at weird times too for my skin reg- regime. He like doesn't care. <laughs> like he steps out of the shower before he puts the towel on. And I'm like, what is happening? Yeah. He like, he's like dicks out kind of like walking <laughs> in the shower. And I had a jaw drop, but Rachel was just like, I was like, what, why are you? And she was like staring straight at his face too like his vocal area and i was like no that i would have been like wow i would just been like good job god yeah if i was a hairless supermodel maybe i wouldn't care <laughs> yeah if i had abs like that i'd like swing you know i wouldn't mind yeah and it's also it's like in a co-ed bathroom like he we learned that he's a junior but i feel like in a co-ed bathroom at a certain point, you probably just, like, don't fucking care. <laughs> also, boys, like, locker rooms, like, I think you guys are a lot more open often. And in girls, I don't think it's quite nearly as, like, we can just walk around naked kind of thing. I've never really experienced that. So maybe that's not the same. It. Although I've heard about this, but a lot of times with older women, don't yeah. care. Yeah, younger women like, are much more um God, I can't I had a guy that I was working out with once when we were I was at, showered in the locker room and he looked at me naked and he walked away and he never talked to me again. Good story. <laughs> That's kind of brutal. <laughs> yeah, and we were just like working like, out like we weren't there's was no romantic anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's wow. insane that's maybe it's a coincidence maybe you're like probably not <laughs> I don't know I'm like he's he was a weirdo oh. <laughs> we we're gonna well, work out together and he's like well what are you gonna do and like when I work out with someone I kind of do whatever they want to do like it's different it's more of a social thing mm-hmm. and I'm like okay I'm open to whatever and he's like okay then he just went off and did his own thing and we worked out separately and I'm like then why did I make a plan to meet you at the gym? Yeah, that's strange. <laughs> okay, we can still hear you, right? Yeah. Okay. 
I can't see you anymore. Alyssa's Why? doing something with the computer. Because I oh. have to do something at work. I thought something was something was going wrong. No. Sorry, guys. It's okay. I'm working do today. do secret work stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they're talking. He's like, you're a freshman. I hear it's pretty brutal. Um, but... You know, because of Cassandra July, I got my job in a Broadway show um, over the summer. What show um, did he say he was in? Working. Right, right. And it lasted for three performances, and he was still worker number three. <laughs> <laughs> Is that typical? Like, people with that much talent, like, getting bit parts? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I, it's never really something that I've ever looked into. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think, like, it surprised me how really nice he was to her. But it didn't come off to me as, like, uh, oh, he's going to screw her over. Like, it felt really genuine. I don't know if you guys got that from him. No, I don't trust him at all. Oh, I don't know. I it's because of Finn. Oh, I see. I forgot that Finn. <laughs> I forgot <laughs> Finn existed. He like, walked out of that shower. I was like, Finn who? <laughs> that's why I don't trust him. That's why. Yeah, listen. That that guy's up to something. I can smell it. I can smell it the minute he walked out of the shower. This guy's you can up smell to his set. axe body spray. <laughs> yeah, I can smell that axe body spray. I know he's up to something. There's so many scenes where he just randomly shows up and does something to make Rachel feel good, and I'm just like, That's I don't trust true. it. I don't trust it. I thought at first he was gonna be like a ghost or something. Like he, like he was only when, was hallucinating. Right. That's what I thought. Like there was something what? like oh. She's hallucinating this well-cut ghost that's coming out of the shower, and then he would pop up, and there, there he is again. But then he, she was around other people, so. But I thought oh. it was, I, I would have sworn it was a ghost at first. But does anyone actually talk to him? People react to him. Whoopi Goldberg looks around and gives yes. him the stink eye. Oh, that's yep. right. Mm-hmm. Whoopi Goldberg is Carmen Thibodeau. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Carmen yeah. <laughs> Um. So then uh, he's like walking, he's like, in case you're wondering which you were, I'm straight. I was oddly charmed by that. I'm oddly charmed by him. Okay, and I don't know why. She's, she's foaming out on, on, on the map over this guy. <laughs> okay. I, uh, yeah, I don't know. There's just something about him. I was like, she needs this. Like she needs someone who's just going to be nice to her. Yeah. Um, I liked Brody more than I thought I would because I knew he was a character that was coming and I knew he was named Brody. And I was kind of like, mm. <laughs> You were prepared to hate him because of his name? <laughs> yeah, but I was like, I guess he's fine. Yeah. I don't trust him. Right. Not at all. He seems dangerous to me. Mm. Also, I don't trust anyone in New York. I thought you were going to say anyone <laughs> at all. <laughs> but that's pretty close. Cool, there's a lot I mean, of people in New York. Yeah, anyone at all is probably a good... Yeah, is, <laughs> let's just round up. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, um, 
And then Rachel is lying to Kurt that she's like, I'm having a great time in New York. My dance teacher worships me. I love my roommate. Yeah. This, is an, this is one of the other reasons why I like, don't trust him. It's because she trusts him. Yeah, she's got great judgment. Yeah, I... Uh, she lies. Yeah, she lies to Kurt and then ends up like spilling her guts to this random stranger. And I'm like, this is not a good combination. Yeah. He's hired by Sunshine Corazon to get revenge for sending her to a crack house in season two. He's going to send her to a worse and more dangerous (laughs) crack house. Um, Yeah. So one thing I noted about this scene, um, she's wearing a beret. She's wearing a black shirt, a skirt, whatever, you know, she's wearing like a tiny purse walking through the city. And I'm like, what you don't you're not prepared you don't have anything you need and she's like wearing like non-walking in the city shoes i was like i'm confused honestly she looks way too put together for a college student right yeah i carried a backpack everywhere even if i was going out to dinner with you guys i was like i don't know i might need my computer or my textbooks yeah she'd be just sitting in the park and be like where are her textbooks yep (laughs) She also, later on, she walks into class with just a notebook. And I'm like, yes, I understand it's a vocal class, whatever. But, like, you're going to have some sort of textbooks. No backpack. Don't you have multiple classes today? I, Hannah, this show has never been realistic. <laughs> okay, I'm done. To be fair, art school is a little bit different. So I'm assuming performing school is also a little bit different. Uh, We didn't have textbooks in art school, but we did have a lot of shit to carry around because we had to carry around like paints and pencils and canvases and all of that stuff. Yeah. Um, So maybe maybe they really didn't have to have anything. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, So then she has her music class in the round room with Whoopi Goldberg as Carmen Thibodeau. Um, <laughs> and Brody's there, which confused me. I was like, I'm like, isn't he a junior? Yeah, they're both mo- they're both musical theater majors, right? Yeah. If he's a junior, he's behind on his curriculum if he's taking this <laughs> low level music or vocal course. Maybe that's uh, another reason to, to not trust him. Okay, Brody is not. He's suspicious. I don't like him anymore. <laughs> yeah. What secrets is he hiding in that man cardigan? So then uh, one student gets up and she starts singing Ave Maria. Why did she pick Ave Maria? I'm assuming that Miata has like other, like you could just be a singer. So like maybe she's going to be an opera singer and Ave Maria kind of works. But I was like, Ave Maria, what a weird choice. It's a because it's, song. Yeah. <laughs> it's in the public domain. True. And Glee was like, we've already paid a, a lot of money this episode. It We're paying a for a Billy Joel song. That's true. <laughs> That's true. I was very surprised by how terrible she was because she was supposed too. to be uh, like the best of the best. And she was not even good. Not even close. I literally was like, this sounds horrible. And then Carmen Thibodeau stopped her and was like, you fucking suck. Get out of my classroom. <laughs> did she actually kick her out of the school? Like, does she have that power? Or did she I think so. she did. Yeah, yeah, she was kicked out. Yeah. She was like, did she get cut? And Brody was like, 
it happens. And I was like, but did she get kicked out of the school or is she just not allowed to take the class? No, I think so. she got kicked out of the school because the the freshman class is super small. Remember, I was reminded yeah. from this scene, like the freshman class for this college is like, what, 12 people or something? Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. She's like, I suggest you reapply in December. Right. Which is bananas to me how this girl got picked and Kurt didn't. Yeah. That's why I was like, she's terrible. She shouldn't even be in this classroom. Like, like if she needed that much vocal training over the summer and she's still not good. Um, and then Rachel sings New York State of Mind by Billy Joel, popularized by Barbara Streisand. And another character also sings it, but we'll talk about that character later. Yeah. Um, it sounded really good. I was I was worried it was going to get like, <sighs> too gleeified, but it was fine. I have either. Have any of you watched 30 Rock? No, not mo- most of it. But. I feel like there's a scene where Jenna starts randomly singing this song. And I thought it was a weird song that 30 Rock made up because they make up a lot of songs on that show. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> and so she starts singing it. And I'm like, I just can't take this seriously because all I can think of is Jenna Maroney just breaking out on like a yacht or something singing this song. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's really funny. I've um, never heard this song before. What? Really? You never heard the Billy Joel song? No. I'm in the New York state of mind. Come on. That's it. That's funny. Welcome to the Odyssey. You take a place with Ave Maria check. <laughs> oh, I go just to see Whoopi. That was, that was great. Yeah, but that's that. You didn't want, you didn't, you didn't like that hand. That's all the, them singing that song, Hannah. I did. It was okay. I love oh, the song in okay. general. It was, that was great. What are you talking about? With, with I don't the know. other one? It was Get out of here. <laughs> I, I actually have some thoughts about the other person's singing that I think. Uh, oh, I thought she was super, that other one. Oh, really? Yeah, she was She was super. She was a super girl. She really yeah, was. Yeah, she was super. <laughs> I will be right back. <laughs> I love that song when they, those two sang that, uh, that, uh, yeah. that part. How dare you? So you did you don't think it was like a bastardization? Well, of course it was, but at least it was a fun it was a fun <laughs> bastardization. There's only yeah, uh, I thought it was I thought it was fine. I won't I, listen to it again. That's I don't care if you're nonchalance about it. I thought it was really good. Well fine. I'm just gonna sit here and be nonchalant. <laughs> um White Claw number two. <laughs> this time lemon. Ooh, Ooh, lemon's pretty good too. I haven't tried this the lemon your, yet. So is this your first time in this second variety pack? Yes. <gasps> so far, I really like it. Like, it's perfect. Honestly, it's better than the OG. It's better than the originals. Yep. Yeah. Lemon's I'm, nice I'm, and refreshing. Isn't it hard in the middle of a work day? Yeah, might as well. It's a Saturday. <laughs> also, White Claw is basically water, so you're fine. <laughs> I'm already feeling it. I think it's because like, I haven't had lunch yet. Oh, yeah, that'll. That's how the white claw gets you. Is if you yeah. don't eat while you're doing it, or like before. It's only one o'clock here, guys. That's true. Shit. I'm spilling it everywhere. <laughs> you're a mess. You're supposed to spill it into your mouth. <laughs> Show her, Hannah. 
<laughs> anyway. Uh... Uh, so then uh, Brody stands up and claps for her and Whoopi Goldberg as Carmen Thibodeau <laughs> looks at him and it's just like, gives him a, a glare. And then she's like, nice. I, <laughs> that was really weird. I was like, Brody... Okay, you know what? Now the more I think about Brody, I was like, okay, no, this is suspicious. Like, he was the only person who, like, stood up. Is it just because he knows her? And if so, that's really shady. He's so kind. It makes me feel like he's up to something. Damn it. Those abs tricked me again. (laughs) He's like a con man or something. I swear to God. What if he's not even a student? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Ooh, what if this is going to be like a, um, a Shelby and Jesse situation where they're like in cahoots? What if he's in cahoots with Sandra later? Oof. Honestly, it wouldn't surprise me that they would redo a storyline like that because they're basically trying to redo all of the storylines. Yeah. Which is something I definitely can't wait to talk about. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, so then... She's sitting out there looking at pictures of Finn and Brody is like, oh, is that your boyfriend? And he's like, I had a girlfriend and we lasted like six weeks. I'm Suspicious. Yeah, he probably was like, um, did he say where he was from? I don't remember. Mm, I don't think so. No. Huh, well, Rachel said she was from Ohio, but he didn't say where she, he was from. That's suspicious. Hmm. <laughs> I personally don't care about where people are from. But when you're talking about your boyfriend and this guy over here says he and his girlfriend didn't last six weeks, there's a correlation there that is questionable. Yeah, he's like literally telling her like, good luck. Because also she says he's in the army, which I'm surprised he wasn't just like, oh yeah, that's definitely not going to work. If like whatever long distance thing he and his girl were doing theirs is even more complicated so yeah (laughs) he's he's i mean i don't know and he's like you need to take a picture and make new memories so they take a picture Um, he takes her phone and does it it's weird the whole time he was holding her phone yeah The entire time he was holding her phone. I was like, what is he going to do with it? (laughs) That would be a real New York experience. (laughs) Even if, like, you know where to find him, Rachel, like, he would still do it. He'd be like, I didn't take your phone. (laughs) Because he would already have sold it. He would have already hawked it somewhere. (laughs) Yeah. um... (laughs) Where is this fantastical New York that she's in? Also, every time she's outside, it's, like, so bright and nice out and, like, it looks so clean, and I'm like, Mm-mm. no. This is the same clean soundstage New York from the Newsies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so then uh, she's in dance class again, and Cassandra July is... All the Cassandra July scenes get mixed up. Okay, so Cassandra July is making a smoothie and her stoop TA comes (laughs) in and is like, I can't be your TA because I'm going to be on Wicked. I'm going to be a flying monkey. And she's like, oh, I'm so happy for you. And then she turns around and puts alcohol in her smoothie. It was like surprisingly wholesome. Like, oh, maybe she's not such a bad person and we just need to get to know her. And then she puts vodka in her smoothie and I was like oh (laughs) yeah I felt that too that like oh like 
she has her favorites. Like you just really have to good on her good side kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But then like they flip it and they're like, no, but actually she's super troubled by the fact that she's not famous kind of thing. Like she like, like they're clearly giving into that, that like she's super troubled. She hates her life kind of thing. I did not understand the correlation between her student getting a part and her putting alcohol in her smoothie. Well, because she feels like she's no longer young and successful. I get it now. Because at first I had no idea what that scene was about. Yeah. Um, Then in the next scene where she like, breaks out into dance proving that she can still dance um, Which I then sure hope i understood that it was like oh she was feeling old uh, but it didn't really yeah. hit for me the first time that i watched that scene it's it's a strange scene um some would say pointless um <laughs> Well, Glee does so many weird things. I was like, what is happening? Is there a relationship between her and this random student? (laughs) Everything's new. It was was like, it didn't, it just didn't, the correlation was just too. Also, that kid, when he walked in, was terrified of her for sure. And she never looked at him until like, he was like, I'm leaving. And then she looked at him in the eye. I was like, this is weird. Um, but Colin, I have to say something that's probably going to disturb you, but this, these dance scenes reminded me so much of Smash. And then the smoothie thing made it even worse. <laughs> I was about to say Smash. Um, <laughs> this was the first season that came out after Smash. <gasps> oh, wow. And there's some more Smash correlation that I'm going to bring up later. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, this is also the first season that came out after Pitch Perfect. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so Glee changed the, I feel like Glee kind of changed the game when it came to musicals and mainstream reputation in mainstream media. And then like the serpent eating its own tail, it's starting to copy the things that were copying Glee. Oh yeah. There's actually a show that I wanted to talk to you about. I meant to text you. Um, it's like, so you think you can dance, but a fictional TV show. I keep seeing YouTube ads for it. I can't. The Leap, something like that. I don't okay. Know. I'll look it up and I'll send it to you. But it looks like Smash, but just dancing. But oh, and, and it's also kind of like a blend of that in like that Sing movie, that animated movie with the um, animals. <laughs> with the animals, because they do this like reality uh, theater show, and that's kind of it. Kind of feels like a blend of that because it's like normal people kind of thing. Yeah, mixed in with people who are performers. It's it's very strange, and I, I agree. I think it is the the serpent eating its own tail kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and so then, yeah, Cassandra, uh, what does Rachel say to her that pisses her off now? Um, There's alcohol on your breath. Yeah, because oh, yes. they're talking and she's like, oh, do you mad because I'm mean to you? And she's like, no, I just smelled alcohol on your breath. And the whole school is, the whole classroom is quiet. It's she's Listerine. Like, yeah. yeah, I was like, I don't think Listerine smells like that, but okay. Uh, this entire scene just seems so unrealistic to me. Like, Rachel, who's being bullied by this teacher, 
is not ever going to say that. No. And also, like, she didn't say that at all. And so, like, Cassandra July is, like, projecting that previous scene onto this. And then I just, it's so stupid because they clearly have walked in and this is the start of class. She does her dance number, which is confusing to me. I didn't like it. And then she's like, class dismissed. And I'm like, <laughs> what? Yeah, it's she's like, like... the Ricky Martin Spanish classes that we watched <laughs> in the last season. Or yeah, that was last season. Yeah, feels like forever ago. Um, yeah, because she... It's like, I may not be a wide-eyed ingenue anymore, but I can still dance. And she dances to Americano by Lady Gaga. Yeah. Um, it bad. It's yeah. not good at all. <laughs> the singing's not great. The dancing is deplorable. Fine. I found it deplorable. It was just kind of... It was boring. It was. Yeah. It was. That's why I was like, I am not. St- and I feel so bad saying this because you guys know how much I love Zach Woodley, choreographer of Glee and the Glee Project. <sighs> love him. He's my favorite Glee Project winner. Um, <laughs> but I just like. Yeah, it was so boring. I was like, I want to speed up through this, but I don't know when it's going to end. We've like, seen Zach Woodley's work be better. <laughs> yeah. He had an off day. <laughs> But also, like, Rachel is, like, just this close to basically being, like, at the end, like, I didn't do, I didn't make that assumption. What's happening? Because she's, like, dancing at Rachel. Like, Like, it's the weirdest bullying I've ever seen. And she's, like, you're not only on my list, Schwimmer, you are my list. It was... (laughs) Yeah, I don't sure. understand this so character. So that's a threat to a student. So like she's she's very troubled. I think she needs to just leave teaching and go to a therapist. Yes. <laughs> hey, what did you think of the dancing? Well, I was distracted by uh, by what uh, Kate Hudson was wearing, so I really didn't hear anything that was going on the whole time. To be quite frank with you, uh, but yeah, Just ringing in your ears. Yeah, the uh, it was not my favorite dance number. It wasn't my favorite song choice. And I couldn't tell what song it was because I think it was two songs, wasn't it? It was two. Was songs. it a mashup? Well, that's. I don't. I don't think, think so. So. Because I, I also don't like that songs. Lady Gaga song, too. I've I, never heard that song before, either. There's a lot in this episode that I hadn't I've heard I've only before. heard it, like, twice, and I skip it every time I hear it. I'm like, mm. it might be If you a put the mute on, it was great. If you put the, the, the <laughs> song, I, it was not my favorite. Yeah. I was two of songs. The fact that but. they covered this Lady Gaga deep cut and... Yeah, it is a deep cut. And we're going to get to what I think is Glee's greatest injustice later. Um, <laughs> okay. okay. I can't wait. <laughs> I love all these hot takes. Yeah. Uh, so that basically sums up Rachel. Uh, she's know. dancing with, yeah. there's another dance class and she's like, I just want to let you know that I'm going to work really hard and prove to you that I can do this. And she's like, oh, you've got some fire in you. I like that in my students. Yeah. And uh, then, like, the last thing that'll kind of be a cliffhanger for another storyline is 
Rachel finally like breaks down in the middle of what I'm assuming is Central Park. Uh, and she just, she's like calling her. She's like, everything sucks. And um, yeah, and Kurt's like, well, here's what we can do about it. Cliffhanger. Cliffhanger. Yep. Yeah. So let's talk about Kurt. Oh, Kurt. He he reminds me of a lot of people that while I was in high school were a few years ahead of me and had graduated, supposedly <laughs> should have moved on. And yet I saw them every couple weeks, every couple months, just hanging out with my teachers. So Yep. <laughs> having a hard time. Yeah. He's back to see Sue's baby, Robin. Yes. Oh my that goodness. Was also a very pointless scene. I think it was just to be like, yep, ba- Sue actually had her baby. Yep. That was it. <laughs> the like, baby okay. was super cute. Also, it why was is a it su- super cute baby. Why is it at the school? I don't know. And also the fact that like she's using her cheerleaders as babysitters is questionable. I, I'm convinced that this isn't even a student. I think she's a robot that Sue created to look like a student to like take care of her baby and then be her like maniacal minion in the school. Okay, that's definitely going in the glee boot. (laughs) A robot student? Yes. Because the way she walks in, she, like, looks at the baby. Like, she looks like she's, like, (laughs) she's an AI. Processing baby human. Yes! (laughs) Thank you. I was like, I was like, what's happening? Like, I know you're a character. I recognize you, but I was like, are you actually a robot? (laughs) It was very disturbing at first. So we meet Kitty, a character that I regret to inform you will be around for a long time. Wait, this, the robot we're talking about is Kitty? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. She's, she's, she's a robot Cheerio, a Cheerio robot. Oh boy. Yeah. Um, Hmm. Sue compares her to Quinn, right? Yeah. There's a lot of comparisons in this. And that, I think this is what the the first one probably, or one of the first ones. She, what did she say? The young Quinn Fabray, except she's not pregnant, she's not depressed, and something else. And not in and out of a wheelchair. Yes. 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 So, Which I was like, okay, I guess that's a summary of Quinn's life. Except boring. Yeah. <laughs> she I, does not... Even hold a candle to Diana Akron. Or to Quinn. Like, Quinn had so much to her the first time you saw her. Like, the first first scene we had with her. First scenes, I should say. Like... She's literally just a lunch cheerleader. Like, like, I literally, like... It's almost as if, like, when you're you're playing, like, a a Sims game and you can, like, drag your Sim and they're just, like... That's what Ryan Murphy, he just took one, copied it, swapped it back in. It's like copy paste. Copy paste. Yeah. Um so then uh she's like she's like 
her because Kitty says something like, "I thought gays were all supposed to be successful overachievers." What are you doing back here, Kurt? <laughs> I was about to say, "I am a successful overachiever," um, but then she, he got cut off. And Sue is like, you know, it used to be only straight ex football stars that hung or lurked around their old high schools, but now even gay ex show choir champions. <laughs> can lurk around their high school. You're truly a trailblazer, porcelain. <laughs> I I just don't know how I feel about their relationship. Like, the way she talks to him, but also, like, she's never going to mean him harm. So, I don't know. I'm still conflicted, but yeah, Stu has a baby. Yeah. And so Kurt is around throughout the episode, like, arranging sheet music and excited about auditions. He works at the Lima Bean and he's all excited about auditions. And uh, Brittany's talking about how hard it is to scissor a webcam. Yeah, and the Lima Bean, oh my God. This, <laughs> I paused after I heard this line. She, because Blaine was like, oh, how's Santana? And she's like, uh, she's good. She's busy with cheerleading practice. Okay, so let's talk. T, you're gonna be really confused by this. I'm gonna pay really close attention. Okay, clearly, okay. Santana, our character, because I was I was assigned Santana. Okay. So we're the same. Um, she, her mother gave her money that supposedly was saved up for her to go to college. Said, "Here, take it. You want to go to New York and become a star? Do that." That's the last time we saw Santana. Now we're hearing from Brittany that she went to college. She went for cheerleading. She had a full ride cheerleading scholarship to University of Louisville. Yeah. And so clearly she went, but we were under the assumption, right? That like she was going to- Yeah, she was going to turn it down and do her own thing. Okay, I'm glad I'm not the only one because I was like, what? And then, so there was all that information and then she started saying, yeah, it's really hard to make out it's like impossible to scissor with a webcam. And then I paused it. I was like, <laughs> I have to, to think about the first part and then the second part just be like, oh my God. That was a lot of information in like three lines. <laughs> Brittany, yeah. she, she still delivers lines. So just like, just yes. three, three whole seasons and another episode here of just perfectly delivered lines. Yeah. Um, though Santana's choice will lead to a great musical number later. <laughs> so I'm excited about it. I that. thought this was new for you. I've seen clips. <laughs> you keep it. doesn't know a lot of the plot. I know up. some of the plot. Um, but yeah, so that was confusing, but also hilarious. But then Kurt, <laughs> Kurt is getting bullied by Kitty. <laughs> She's like, my ice latte is too cold. She's like, it's a nice latte. She's like, it's a nice latte. That's too cold. Um, I would have kicked her out. Kurt has no idea how to deal with customer service. Yeah. I, I That's why I'm confused, like, how he got that job. I don't know. I don't know. Because he literally sits down at the table with Blaine and Brittany. Yeah. And I'm like, you're working. Yeah. yeah. Like, fired. Yeah. My friends used to come visit me while I worked at Subway and I hated them for doing that. Yeah. Cause you're like, I need, yeah. So like when I worked in admissions at undergrad, like even like if I was giving a tour and someone saw me, some people knew like I could wave at them. I had someone once come up to me and try to like have a conversation with me. I'm like, I'm doing a tour right now. Like, yes. 
I gotta go. Yeah. I got I got the rest of this school to show people. Yes. Do not go visit your friends at work. If you do, be professional, nonchalant. Just be like, hey, these are the services or goods that I need from you. Yep. Make small talk. Just be in, just be like a regular customer or whatever. Yep. Because their livelihood probably does or could depend on it. <laughs> yeah. Kurt's Kurt's not doing very good at customer service. Kurt lives with his dad, so like if he lost a job, like he'd be fine. That's true. Although we're gonna go into his exceptionally dive off the deep end, you know, later in the episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Blaine is talking to Kurt and <laughs> Blaine is a good boyfriend and says, Kurt, you can't keep coming around here. <laughs> well, because also like during, during the, the lima bean, he's like, are you guys so excited for auditions? And then he's like, Wait, is that weird for me to be so excited? And they're like, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> is, is, it, is it sad for me to be excited? Yeah. And, and Blaine then- is like, no. And Brittany's like, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> Brittany's a good friend. Um, yeah. And then like, they're out in the courtyard of the school, which in Ohio, again, <laughs> probably exists nowhere in Ohio. Um, no, no, there are no courtyards. But I just like, I don't know why he would let Kurt get to that point, like to be in the courtyard. Like Kurt should be like going into the school and Blaine's like, nope, stop, stop right there. Let's, let's have a chat. Yeah. He's like literally having lunch at his high school. Yeah. Which he graduated <laughs> from. I wonder if he could still like buy a lunch there. <laughs> See, I was confused what the hell was going on because I didn't realize he had graduated from anything. I thought he (laughs) was a student who was just sort of sometimes there and now he's moving to New York. So I I had no idea what the hell was going on with that one. Yeah. And this is the confusion that happens for every single person who goes (laughs) back to their high school after they've graduated. (laughs) Yeah. Um, It's just like, and then I also realized that, like, the reason they did it here is because this is where Blaine does his big numbers. This is where he thrives and shines yeah. in natural sunlight. <laughs> uh, so he's like, you need to go to New York. You know, you don't need Niata. You can, uh, you know, work on being a star. Um, and he sings Imagine Dragons. That's it's time. Funny. Yeah. Um, and pitch perfect homage while the cheerleaders have cups. Oh, the cup thing. So I was like, I know that from somewhere, but I couldn't remember. Yeah, pitch perfect. So which came first, the chicken or the egg? This came Uh, after pitch perfect, I'm pretty sure. So they did that in reference to pitch perfect? Yeah. That was like a big thing that you did. I remember people doing that in high school. I remember that happening. I remember doing that. I I think my favorite thing that ever came out of that, and still to this day, if I ever watch the Vine compilation of it, I will probably pee myself laughing. <laughs> is the guy who's who he hears the Pitch Perfect song, and, and he, he has, has to, to do the cup thing, no matter the situation. He had to do it with a bowl of cereal. He had to do it in the car with like a coat. He had to do it with like a pitcher of water. He would just be like, ah! and then he would have to do the cup thing. That's my favorite. Like that's the best thing that ever came out of that. Uh, yeah. 
Um, so yeah, Blaine starts singing. He does double Dutch singing. And shout out to the Glee <laughs> Project. I was like, how <laughs> dare they be like, well, Darren Chris can do it. And like rub it in those kids, those children's faces. They were so young. Okay, so T, a little context. Yeah. There was this horrible, sorry, horrible, this horrible, horrible, horrible. obstacle course horrible. thing that they had to do in the Glee Project. Now, what's and the Glee Project? It's a reality show to get on Glee. <laughs> okay. It doesn't exist anymore. And it stopped okay. existing after two seasons. Thank God. Okay. But in this obstacle course that was also a music video, some of the people had to do double dutch, which is the double rope jumping rope. And sing at the same time. Lip sync. Lip sync. And they had to they just struggled through it and struggled through it. And they did, I don't know, like 80 takes or something to get it Uh right. And then Well, they could they didn't have any cuts either. Like there were no cuts. But how dare they? Put it in the first episode of the fourth season after the Glee Project 2 aired, what? the Probably just a couple months before that stuff aired, right? Yeah. I want to know how many takes Darren Chris had to do. Yeah. I need That's answers. what I want to know. <laughs> because you know what? I still stand by it. That's not easy for anyone. Darren Chris made it look easy. Yes. Well, yeah, in that take... Yeah. He probably got to practice a lot doing double dutch in general and then doing yeah. double dutch in like lip singing. Anyway, Plus he had I, cuts. Thought, I thought it was fucking rude. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like our two-time podcast guest, Victoria, because I felt like I had a crush on Blaine while he was singing this song. I thought oh, it was really? very dreamy, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I liked this number. Um and it was then, a throwback for me. I I definitely felt like I was back in the 2010s. Yes, for sure. <laughs> uh, and then Kurt decides to go to New York. He sells his car, and so he can afford two weeks in a motel. Um, this is insane! Insane! And you know well, what? It's not that crazy. It's a little crazy. You have I, two weeks. Two weeks to find a place to live. In New York City. Without a job. That's literally what I did in LA. You, no, you did not. You came out here and you had a school, an internship, and then- But then when I came back in January and you were staying with Brittany and I was couch surfing? Yes. I had no job or place to live. But you had a car, which you need car. in LA. Yeah. yeah. But you don't need one in New York. That I think the difference is the age and experience. Because Ew. I was like, why would his dad push him to do this? Like, he encouraged him. I was just like, I don't know how he, why he would facilitate that. Because... It just seems so unpragmatic, like. And also, Kurt makes a good point in the car when they're literally, what, outside the airport. Yeah. Uh, which you can't do. You can't just sit there and chat. People are going to honk at you and get really mad at you no matter what airport <laughs> you're at. So, like, and he's like, 
But basically, I'm going to go to New York, get the same kind of job, paying the same amount and paying 20 times more in rent and everything else. And I'm like, great point. Go turn around and go back home. Like, beg for your job back at the Lima Bean. Like, <laughs> no, he needs to follow his dream. No. Colin, you sweet little. I'm nervous. <laughs> it made me so nervous, even though I knew exactly how it was going to. And. I'm assuming next week we're going to see, you know, what his living arrangement becomes. And I think I'm going to be even more furious. Is this, are we like, are we talking about this in, in such pragmatic terms because we're old? Maybe. Because <laughs> <laughs> the oh people God. watching this are supposed to be high Am schoolers. I that I'm like, <laughs> I'm too old to follow my dreams. <laughs> Wow, that's sad. <laughs> You're wow. not too old to follow your dreams, Hannah. Nobody is too old to follow their dreams. But you know what you can be too old for? Moving to New York City with without any money. Maybe four thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah. You can be too old for that. <laughs> I don't know. You can make it work. Maybe maybe old is isn't the right word. Maybe just tired. <laughs> <laughs> too t- yeah too yeah tired <laughs> too tired like <laughs> too much like, stress like, yeah it's like uh danny glover being like i'm too old for this shit it's yeah. a reference to uh to an old movie hmm. literally none of the listeners are gonna understand it so i really landed that one <laughs> it was a good it was a great reference though hannah thank you t fellow Love. old person <laughs> <laughs> Um, so that I thought this scene was really sweet with him and his dad and he's like there's gonna be people like you in New York people who aren't afraid to be different and then I was just kept thinking about how someone recently referred to me as being too Michigan (laughs) and (laughs) I was just like are people in New York that much better (laughs) Um, Um, and then Bert is such a great dad. And Kurt he also tells is. him, you're the greatest dad ever. And I'm surprised Bert wasn't like, I know. I've met the other parents and adults in this town. Um, but he's then, like, you says it on the mug you got me for Father's Day. I thought that was yeah, really cute. It's such a great, uh, it's a great Guys, line. When is Father's Day? In like three weeks. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's the second Sunday in June, right? Um, I don't know. That's why I'm asking. It's usually the second Sunday in June, I think, because Mother's Day is the second Sunday in May. It is the third Sunday in June. Oh. Interesting. It's on June 20th, so not three weeks. Okay. I still have to get my father a Father's Day gift. Target has a lot of cool mugs. Um, that say like fun dad phrases on them. They're actually they, they look World, really nice. World's greatest dad. No, they're like a little more clever than that. They're okay. like so one that so one of them says plant dad, and I was like, oh, that would be kind of fun to like get like your partner if you don't have children and you just have like plants or like dogs or something. Get them like a dog dad or plant dad one. Um, but mugs are kind of you know, meh. I don't know. Um, so yeah, and so he's leaving, Bert's like, you can always come back, but as he's leaving, he's like, but you won't. 
that was touching yeah because he's like i did appreciate that like he's doing this because he knows like his son will make it work and can do it and i'm like you know what i appreciate that he believes so much in kurt and trusts Mm -hmm. him yeah because honestly like kurt i don't see him as being like irresponsible he's probably one of the more responsible kids former glee kids yeah because now that's how we have to call them is a former glee kid yeah i feel like you know he just needed the push out of the out of the nest you know like once he learns to fly it's not like he's going to come back to the nest but he does need to learn how to fly and you're not gonna figure that out unless you are pushed so unless you're pushed out of the tree yeah mama bird Yep. <laughs> oh, sorry. I mentioned the word, the B word, in front of T. You, you know you're frightening me with all these bird references. All right, oh my God. Okay, so this is totally unrelated, but I just got back from the zoo, and there's an area in the zoo where they have the macaws fly over like a couple times. Oh my God! Are they out of cages? Yeah, it's so oh. much fun because you're just standing there, and they'll have them go around the circle. And like they fly like like this close to your head, it's awesome. That's I fun. Those, those oh, I would never do that. I would never. The little, the little ones freak me out. Big macaw. I know. Why would you do that? <laughs> but anyway, so Kurt presumably gets on the plane. Yeah, and then Rachel is on the phone. Uh, like telling Kurt everything's horrible and I'm so alone and then she turns to see Kurt Kurt's like maybe you need to get a, move out and get a new roommate and Rachel's like yeah and he's like turn around because he knew exactly where she was yeah, where, <laughs> that girl needs to turn off find my iPhone because people are going to stalk her maybe yes. she's on Snapchat and like the find my friends map <laughs> and it shows her like off in the middle of like whatever ocean is <laughs> maybe she said Manhattan maybe like she Day? talks to him what's the water that's over there T? the hudson river the hudson, hudson river or the east river river excuse me <laughs> river <laughs> maybe she just says you know like yeah every thursday i go to some the the hudson river and <laughs> well no she was by the by uh fountain wasn't she at a fountain yeah. She was in a fountain. She's at a you fountain never with just no textbooks. Yeah, I think the specific, yeah, specific fountain every Thursday. <laughs> yeah, but if you're going to just like a river where like you, you're dumping bodies. Like, <laughs> that doesn't happen anymore, Anna. They stop. They stop That's that. what you think, T. <laughs> right. Oh, I know. <laughs> um... <laughs> And uh, so she turns around, she sees Kurt, and they're reunited. And I thought it was very cute. It was cute. Mm -hmm. Um, And so Kurt and Rachel, Kachel. I know, I'm sorry. uh, Kachel is back. Kachel? Is that what we were calling them? Did we ever Either Kachel or Vert. Vert. I hate both of them, so it doesn't matter. I mean, I don't hate the characters. I hate both of the, the name choices. Um, um, yeah, can't wait to see the Root Adventure. <laughs> in New York. Can't wait to meet what colorful characters uh, they're going to stumble across. There's one I'm thinking of, and I cannot wait for that episode. Um, so let's go back to Lima, Ohio. 
back where it all started, where the show should have remained. Uh, should it have because what I'm seeing there is pretty dire <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, the Glee Club is back there there's a fly above her oh you got it squeeze sorry guys uh, I hope this is like in the podcast it's great um, so there's the Glee Club is popular now. Jacob and Israel, who looks 45 years old. Who is 45 years old? That oh, my God. <laughs> Literally. Like, why does he look so much older? Is it because his hair is short and now we can see his receding hairline? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Oh, God. Speaking of short hair. Oh, no. Uh, yeah. T's so- hair is non-existent? No, no, his hair was always you know shaved. Yeah, I know, but the listeners don't. They don't get a visual. That's true. T-shaped. No, they don't know. It's they don't know what nothing. it looks like. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> um, but so mine was in reference to uh, Mr. Shu getting a haircut, and he looks worse. Don't like the short hair on Matthew Morrison. I didn't notice. I really was preoccupied oh, with Baker Jenner's Brielle. I paused because I was like, I can't. I have to take a break from this right the second. And that's like three minutes into the episode. Um, but yeah, so uh, the Glee kids are popular. They're oh, already God. sitting with cheerleaders. But <laughs> Jacob Ben Israel is doing his thing where he's like running around, like doing his like kind of TMZ like show. And he's like, he first goes up to Artie and he's like we've heard that you've been sitting with cheerleaders and Artie's response is well I'm often seen sitting and I'm like hmm this is I'm still standing all over again (laughs) and then he starts singing I'm still standing again uh yeah so um and then he talks to Tina who broke up with Mike Chang. Why? First of all, yeah. How did Tina become like my favorite character into suddenly being a terrible, terrible person? Like not like throwing a banana at her question mark assistant. She has a freshman assistant. Because it's not organic. I would have loved a freshman assistant as a senior. That would have been great. I would love to have someone help me carry my books to classes. Oh my goodness. I maybe I'm just like too wholesome of a person, but I feel like I would have responsibility for an a fresh for a freshman assistant. And I did not want that at all. Yeah, it's it's kind of like taking care of a puppy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so let me just not take care of the puppy and then I won't be blamed for killing it. Oh, dark. Yeah. Dark. <laughs> We're accidentally letting it start. <laughs> um, so, but like, yeah. And he said, you've got a tattoo of Mike Chang on your hip. Mike, what is it? Mike, Mike Chang, Chang forever. Mike Chang forever. Right. And then she got it changed to make change, change forever. forever. Change is good. And, and I was like, she's... <laughs> She maybe just turned 18 and she already has a tattoo of her boyfriend. And I'm just like, not a good look. But also, did anyone else think that make change forever? Like, I'm just like, 
That sounds like making making change in a grocery store. Like this is what where my brain went. I was like, make change. I I haven't touched physical money in so many years. I was like, like, oh, got it. Make change forever. Okay, Tina. I guess you're gonna be. So she's gonna go up to cashiers every single day. Yeah. Tina's become a diva. And that's why I was saying that we had to cherish Tina. I feel like at one point last season, we had to, I said we had to cherish Tina the way she was because I know she's going in a bad direction. Oh, oh boy. Yeah. I yeah. hope this is the end of it, but I don't know. Um, and uh, so the Glee Club has all kind of become jerks. Sam's super popular. Um, though I do love, they're like, do Taylor Lautner again. He's like, Bella, I love you. And I'm a werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. oh my god! Yeah, no, like he—he is popular, but like he's just kind of like surrounded by girls who are like fawning over him. He doesn't seem to be being mean to anybody. Yeah, um, so that's good. I didn't like it though. It, yeah, it, it's not it's my weird. Sam. Then, not my Sam. I, is. Is he the is Jacob and Israel the one who introduces the idea of like the new Rachel? Yeah, who's yes. gonna be the new Rachel? And yeah. then Tina, uh, Brittany, and Blaine are all like, I am. All at the same time. Doesn't it's Archie funny. say it too? Artie. 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 <laughs> <laughs> AJ um, Appa comes uh, in. How long have I been watching this show? <laughs> um, I don't think so, right? Maybe? I thought no. he was in that scene. He was in it, but I don't think he said it. Okay. Yeah, because I think because he he becomes the the judge. Um, well, that's why I was confused because I was yeah. like, I thought he said it, but then he doesn't even participate. Um. <laughs> yeah. So there's that. I. So okay. So we talked a little bit about, um, you know, the new Rachel. Obviously, like who's going to replace her, and then did we talk about? Oh, Kitty being the new Quinn. So, like, there's already this really heavy trend of just, like, the show is quite literally being like, we're going to be replacing the characters that you know and love, but we're still going to keep them in this new form. And I'm like, mm-mm. Bad idea. <laughs> it's, it's kind of bad that, like, we're only one episode in and we're like, this is not going to work. We <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. see <laughs> the end. <laughs> Yeah, um, and then uh, so everyone wants to audition for Glee Club. It's super popular, but uh, Wade uh, Adams transferred from uh, Carmel High, and he's now in the Glee Club uh, as unique. Um, mm-hmm. And they're not very excited. And Will's like, "Come on, where's the love?" And they're like, "This just means more competition to find out who's the new Rachel." And he says the most deplorable thing, one of the most deplorable things he's ever said. He said, we don't win with stars. And I was like, Shu, have you forgotten just how many times you have placed Finn and Rachel in a star position to win? Fuck you. So yeah, yeah. he's a liar. He's a hypocrite. Well, at one point, Kurt says, um... There's another fly, God damn it! <laughs> they're all over the place. I don't know where they're coming from. They're uh, like the little gnats. Oh, I hate those things. Uh, I think it's just a season for them. Summer's yeah. coming up. 
Um, but he is, Kurt says to Blaine, he's like, you shouldn't care about Solo so much. Even when Rachel was at her most demanding, she always made sure everyone felt included. And I was like, Whoa, what a that's lie. A lie. <laughs> that's such a lie. That's... Old-faced liar. <laughs> yeah. All of this, all of this is a lie. I just... <sighs> I don't know. I just think that this new like glee club popularity is really interesting because it ends kind of by the end of the episode and it's mm-hmm. kind of just like feels pointless that it even happened. I don't know. Yeah. And I was I already starting to feel agree. that before we had the rest of the story. I was like, you guys being popular, like why we're never like as an audience we're never going to care that you're popular um and then um what else so they're sitting okay so wade comes in and then there when will says there's no not gonna be any talk of new rachel they're like we're gonna have to do this ourselves thunderdome style and the auditorium at three artie's the judge and whatever. This is just so weird. It makes no sense. I agree. Because you know what? Thunderdome style means meeting in a fucking parking garage at like 2 a.m. According to the Michael Jackson episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It doesn't happen in the auditorium. Um, so they get together. So Tina, Brittany, Wade Unique, and Blaine uh, get together in the auditorium and they're like, we're gonna sing what Rachel would sing, song of the the song of the summer, call me maybe. Okay, I don't think Rachel would ever sing that. <laughs> I um, really don't. Yeah, and then she can't pretend to cry while she's singing it. <laughs> exactly, she can't squint sing. She's not gonna <laughs> sing it. Um, and uh, Katina points out that Rachel said that she would be the new Rachel, which she did in the props she episode. Did. Yeah, like I remember her being like, "You can be a star when." You know, I graduate, you're going to be next. So Tina Never like, make promises that you can't keep people. Yeah. You're just full of so much wisdom today, Alyssa. I mean, just in general, don't make promises because you, you never know what's going to happen. You never know. That's true. Alyssa at her wedding. I may be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's amazing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, so they sing Call Me Maybe, and I'm going to point out Glee's Greatest Injustice. Against Carly Rae Jepsen? My, oh my gosh. <laughs> Alyssa's entire family is calling her. <laughs> Are you supposed to be talking to them again? <laughs> what? Because So I edited the Glee Project <laughs> episode, and your mom called you like in the middle of the episode and then texted Colin and I was oh, yes. all of that out. <laughs> so is that what's happening? Um, no, I don't know what's happening. My dad, my brother called me, my dad called me. Now my mom's going to probably call me. Um, <laughs> we'll just see. Well, okay. I, I'm just not going to turn my ringer off. So We'll get I little... feel like if your mom calls you, you should probably pick up and be like, is everything okay? Cool. Okay, bye. I gotta go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so we get this deep cut Lady Gaga song that nobody likes. Yet the only song that they cover, 
by gay icon and my favorite artist, Carly Rae Jepsen, is Call Me Maybe. In the whole se- series. Yeah. Seriously? No Run the Away With series? Me. That's crazy. Ow. So this is it. Yeah. Huh. Ryan, May Mur- Ryan Murphy is not gay as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I don't care how many men he has sex with. (laughs) I, wow, season four, we are going off. (laughs) We are away a part of his identity today. Um, No, like, that is crazy because, like, yeah, this is one of her more popular songs, but they do, yeah, like, they do deep cuts by other people all the time. We got like the entire Teenage Dream album. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's really strange. And also they didn't do a very good job. Like I thought it was weird. It was, yeah, it was not good. T, what did you think of this song? Well, I love that song. Yeah. Did you like the cover? Hey, this is crazy. So here's my number. So call me maybe. That's only spent all the time. See, I did not say that you had to sing in your email and you're just sharing your talents with us. I appreciate it. I love to sing. You know that. I do know that. This is where they're all on the stage and they're competing. Am I remembering yeah. this correctly? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yes. that didn't make any sense to me. But I couldn't, but they're also singing and dancing, which doesn't, you know, they just break out into songs. So that doesn't happen all the time either in real life. But uh, I guess do they sing the and dance. Do they sing and dance in every, song, every show? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's oh, a musical. Okay. <laughs> oh, see, I, I didn't know that. I thought well, yeah. it was just the Rocky Horror episode. But this is... <laughs> but this, kind of like Rocky Horror, kind of makes sense. Well, parts of Rocky Horror make sense because, like, they're actually doing it in the actual story. But right. they're right. not it's diegetic, yeah. Like, the blame right. that one made sense, yeah. That doesn't make sense. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was very confusing. Um it just wasn't a great performance. I yeah. didn't like it. And uh, maybe it was because, like, they were trying to show the dissonance between everyone. Yes, that's a good point. Um, it, it did. It felt very cacophonous. Yeah, I think that was probably on purpose. Uh, yeah. Is that what it sounds like it, on the soundtrack, Colin? Have you listened to it? No. I mean, in that case, I would have just, like, dialed it up. Just dial up the cacophony so it's in your face, so you know that this is not supposed to. It's not supposed to be this way. Yeah, and then you clean know? it up for the for the iTunes single. Perfect. Done. And just go over the top with it. That's you know, it's it, this TV show is already over the top. Don't don't uh, don't do anything subtly. Glee what? is known for its subtlety. What are you talking? Oh my about? god! <laughs> What's crazy to me is that like there have been other times where they use like a sing off as. You know, as a part of the story, mm-hmm. and it sounds great. Like you want to listen to it. Take I would me or never, leave me. Yeah. Uh, oh my God. Yeah. I like River Deep Mountain High. I would never listen to this cover of Carly Rae Jepsen. No. Never. No. But I it's mean, awful. if if they if they took the idea of being popular and wanted to show that it was very very out of tune with the entire idea of glee i suppose that would have made sense um but like i said it's just not it's not over the top enough it needs there needs to be more substance with that idea with that storyline with everything that they're they're doing with the show the the visuals the music the writing everything 
It just mm-hmm. means everything needs to point in that direction. And they didn't, they didn't get there. I agree. Um, also, let's just quickly talk about how terrible Artie can be. Um, he starts this whole shebang with being like, I agree to be a director because I love a chance to judge people. And I'm like, I fucking hate you. Artie sucks. He's also my glee boyfriend. By the way. So, of course. Toxic relationship. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're very off and on, mostly off. <laughs> mostly Hannah just being like, I hate you. I don't know why you're my glee boyfriend. <laughs> uh, so then, uh, so then Artie decides that Blaine is the winner of being the new Rachel. After like he takes a while to deliberate and like you've had enough time, Tina gets Tina's assistant brings Artie like this like ice cream sundae. Yeah. It's a cupcake. Like, Wasn't it a cupcake? It was some dessert. Listen, I did not know what it was. <laughs> it was <laughs> chocolate. Chocolate. There might have been sprinkles and whipped cream. I don't know. But like yeah. I didn't notice that the, the assistant brought it. I thought actually the assistant was just the one-off thing, so I didn't notice that. Um, but it was Tina herself. She gave it to Tina, and then Tina gave it to Artie. Oh, okay. Yeah, I must have missed that. Um, but yeah, like, I I thought, like, obviously, obviously she's, like, bribing him. She's like, but it's not a bribe. But, like, she takes it away after he, he says it's Blaine. But I also don't know why it was given to Blaine because there's no logical reason. And am I correct in saying that, you know, Britney's fine, but she's not like, like the star, but she's probably doing it because she wants to be included or she's having like a, a Britney Spears esque like I'm amazing kind of moment. I was confused. We'll like, why would you, why I don't know. Cause she's there. a second year senior. I don't know. She's technically a senior, so. I kind of wish they would have addressed that, actually, because I was confused. I was like, okay, so she's still in the cheers. She's still in Glee Club. Is there a way for her to be like, this year, I have a tutor. And she, like, has, she, like, there's, like, one little tiny instance of, like, showing, like, she's actually going to succeed this year. I wanted Uh, that. Yeah, that would have been nice. (laughs) Maybe we'll get it later. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why it's given to Blaine, um, but it is. Um, and Not so, that he doesn't deserve it, honestly. Yeah, we love like, Blaine. But there's no uh, reason that we yeah. came to this conclusion. I thought Unique was better. Yeah. But, uh, but it would have been a little unfair to give it to Unique, who just joined the club. So, like... The fact of this being a competition in general is just stupid. And throughout the episode, they keep telling Unique, like, don't wear makeup or unless it's for performing. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't hear that. That oh was like God. a major plot point. They mentioned like two I, or three times. I, I heard one line from someone that I don't remember saying, I thought you were only going to do makeup or dress up like during performances. But I don't yeah, even that remember. Happened. Um, well, did we skip over the auditions part? Well, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, because so they tell him to do that and he goes to wash off the makeup. Wow. I can't believe I just like completely blocked (laughs) out this entire part of the episode. And they did that also, um, 
in the lunchroom, the first lunchroom scene. Um, Cause they're like, it's like, you can't do that here. It's like intense. Yeah. And so then he gets up and then like the other thing happens. So like, yeah, like there was that moment. And then the moment in the classroom that's so were, weird i remember him getting up from the lunch table but not why he got up from the lunch table yeah it's and it's really weird to me i was like out of all of the people who said that i wouldn't have expected any of them to do that it just doesn't make sense no. yeah no. I, don't, I don't know what's happening not to mention that maybe i blocked it out because like I literally saw his makeup at the lunch table in that scene. And I was like, wow, it looks really good. Yeah. And then maybe I just blacked it out because I was like, that doesn't make any sense. His makeup looks great. And then Kitty and two random jocks join them. And they're all like, they start uh, making fun of the lunch lady because there's a new lunch lady. Mm -hmm. um, And she's a larger woman. Yeah. Um, and so they're making fat jokes. And uh, before this, Marley, um, the Karen Cartwright of Glee, um, because they watched <gasps> Smash and were like, we need a wide eyed Catherine McPhee type. Oh my God, you're so right. Holy yeah. shit. Except she wears more hats. She wears more hats. <laughs> um, and the hats are not a fan of. But you know what? Uh, should we talk about who Marley is? She's Supergirl herself. Melissa Benoist. Oh my goodness. She looks like such a baby, too. Like, she looks so different now. Yeah. I was looking at her, I was like, I could barely recognize her. I was like, she's so baby-faced. I gotta be honest, guys. I knew I knew her from somewhere, but I didn't realize she was from Supergirl until Colin said it. Mm-hmm. I know, that's cool. Also, I keep forgetting her name is Marley, and in my head, I keep calling her Melody. Interesting. I thought her name was Riley, and every time I heard Marley, I was like, oh, okay, it's Marley. And I was here like, oh my god, it's Riley! <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. And so she overhears them well, because they like they're like right already when they start making fun of the lunch lady, and then he makes a fat joke, and we mm-hmm. fade over to Marley. Did it like, make any oh. sense to any of you? Because when he told the joke, I was like, "Wait, that's not even a joke." <sighs> I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> he but said something. Like, he said something like, "When she lays around, she really lays around." Yeah, when she lays around. When, when she, she lays sits, around the house, she really lays around the house or sits around the house. Yeah, when and she I, sits around the house, she really sits in, around the house. And I was like, what the fuck does I'm that even assuming, mean? I'm assuming that, like, she would fit around the house is what... I, it, it doesn't... It's not very clever. It doesn't quite make sense. You do really have to think about it. Another and reason I'm already guessing, sucks. I'm <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That, it stuff. didn't... It, was, it wasn't... He's a yeah. misogynist, he's a shallow bully, and he's not even good at being a bully. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, so yeah, so Marley like looks over because before that she'd introduced them introduced herself to them as like, hey, I'm gonna be auditioning. And Tina's like, there's a lot of tough competition this year, so good luck. Yeah. And she's oh, really mean about it. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is this? But I yeah. also don't know why. 
the cheer so kitty no other cheerleaders <laughs> um and these two jocks just sit with them and like chat with them like they don't have anything in common that we know of it makes no sense it's also not actually addressed until the end of the episode the reason is yeah. because they're they're national winners champions. Yeah. yeah national yeah. champions um but that isn't addressed until like one of the final scenes in the episode so we're just kind of like why is this happening the entire time i mean obviously like, this happens like like the scene we're first talking about it happens earlier in the episode and like the writing is already falling apart for me like mm-hmm. i cannot understand what's going on and i have watched this show for three seasons like that's oh. really bad yeah like i know what glee normally does and like i have no idea what's going on and this is all just very basic stuff okay guys um this this isn't something that we should have to be asking about yeah at all yeah yeah um so then we see that the lunch lady is marley's mom and that they she sews labels designer labels into her uh clothes so people think Mm -hmm. they're nicer and she drives farther away uh so no one knows that she's Marley's mom. She's like, at your last school, you had no friends. I want you to be popular. This was interesting I, to me. I wasn't sure how to feel about this relationship. I agree. Part of me feels icky. I mean, the whole thing kind of feels icky, but I feel really um, upset by the fact that like the the this mom is quite literally admitting to being the reason that her daughter just didn't have friends and she's trying to distance herself from her daughter so that she can have somewhat of a better life but it's just like it's sacrificial in a way that like I don't know it just doesn't sit well with me it feels really like very problematic but I can't put my finger on it well the idea here is like I I kind of understood what they were trying to go for and I felt okay feelings towards Marley having Uh, a mom who works in the school as a lunch lady like that's I can see where that would be an interesting plot line to pursue but the problem is that the emotional um, maturity between the two characters is flipped whereas you would want a mother who's um, strong and supports her child who is in high school and who's having uh, like identity issues mm-hmm. with, but Marley is actually the strong character and her mother is the person who has the identity issues it is very very awkward yeah because Glee thinks being fat is a sin that's see I just thought it was maybe me being a millennial and like I'm offended by this but I don't know why kind of thing <laughs> But yeah, there's something to the fact that like 
she knows that she is incorrect uh, in Mm -hmm. quotes and so she's gonna hide herself so that her daughter who quote unquote looks more correct can have a good life like I just I I don't know why they're doing this because it I, I totally get though the like the sewing the labels on clothes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I understand that like I never really felt that way that like I felt like I needed to have like designer clothes really um, I think maybe a little bit but my school wasn't really like that but I could understand that like that logic but the fact that like her mom is overweight and people probably in that other school made fun of her and then maybe you just didn't want to be friends with Marley, Melissa Riley. <laughs> it, there's just something there about the fact that Glee and this character are basically saying, like, I should not be seen. And I should not be seen with you, my daughter. Mm-hmm. And being seen with you would be a sin, kind of like what you said. Like, it's self sacrificial in a way that feels really. It feels very rude. Like, I mean, remember Lauren Zizes was always eating. And yeah. she was like a fat character. And they called her like a great rhino or something. And then Quinn Fabray had the evil backstory where she was secretly fat. And that was like, yeah. you're mm-hmm. like fat all along. Like, And mm-hmm. yeah, like it's, it's really derogatory. And I, I also think it's, it's very problematic to have the the mom just kind of like accept that this is how it is and it's not like it would be I think it'd be different if Marley was like hey so we're gonna meet like two miles away right and you can take me home from there but the Mm -hmm. mom is like okay this is the plan I'm gonna separate myself from you and like by the end of the story like spoilers like Marley doesn't want to do that Mm -hmm. and And that's why I think like it's specifically especially awkward because the emotional maturity of the mother is significantly lower than Marley herself. Yeah, because, I mean, lots of kids will be like, tell their parents, be like, okay, I'll, I'm going to walk and then I'll meet you a couple blocks down. Like, they don't want to parents. I just didn't want anyone to know I had parents. I feel like that's how you are when you're a teenager. You're like, I just want to appear places. I don't want people to know that my parents dropped me off. Yeah, there's like something about like, you're embarrassed by your parents. You just want them to be, you know, a couple blocks up and you'll walk to the car from there. But if someone had called my mom fat, like Marley, I would be like, well, I would not have joined you. that club. Yeah. Right, exactly. Like, she hears that before she does the audition. And like... I don't, I don't understand. Yeah. Like, I would be like, oh, those people fucking suck. Yeah. I still haven't forgiven Oprah for saying you can't be fat and happy. She said that? How dare she? I don't even remember. She said that in a very formative episode of my life. Uh, I remember watching Oprah and she had this guest saying, oh, I'm fat and happy. But deep down, you can't be fat and happy. And Oprah like repeated it like, yeah, you can't be fat and happy. Wow. Wow. Okay, well. Someday, like, Ellen is going to come back and I'm going to be the one who who started it all. Uh, 
<laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but like auditions, right? Auditions happen. Uh, we meet Jake. Um, our yeah, face palm. S- our second black male character to, to really yes. be a character. Um, yeah, though our one- first, because did, Matt just had spider eggs in his ears. So that's the most interesting thing that ever happened about with him. <laughs> yeah, Wait. exactly. Remember Matt, season one? <laughs> Wasn't Matt white? No, Matt was black. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, spider eggs, dude. Wow. <laughs> he had to take away some of... Um, some of their POCs. They're like, we have too many. Um, uh, let's give him spider eggs and then not wow. bring him back the next season. Um, My subconscious is racist. <laughs> so uh, we meet Jake, yeah. a young black man with anger issues. Thanks, Glee. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even really connect that, but yeah. Um, I, I connected that because of who I knew he was. But yeah, no, quite literally that's um that's what they do for someone who like doesn't know what his connection is. Um, yeah. Um so he sings the fray uh don't let me go and sugar is like he's so hot. No, she says he's so sexy. sexy. I was like he is a child. Even to you, he's like 15. Yep. They're she's all teenagers, senior, right? But she would be like 17, 18. He True. would be 15. He is yeah. a child. But also, as a child, okay, as like a teenager, I don't think I have, when I was a teenager, I don't think I ever was like, oh yeah, this boy in my school is sexy. I would be like, he's so cute. Or he's so yeah. hot. You wouldn't say sexy as I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't. That just felt very weird to me. Because Sam says, no, he's not. And maybe that's why, because he's like, he's a child. Yeah, they cut that part out. <laughs> but it's just as opposed to, I think, set up a competition because Sam's now like the hot guy on campus and he doesn't want competition. Yeah. Um, Honestly, and- I didn't like his, his performance. I thought it was too nasally. He does kind of sound like Kermit the Frog. <laughs> I didn't think he sounded bad, but I also I didn't think he was sexy. So I also didn't either. I thought he looked like a TV teen. Um, question: yeah. What happened to? Because um, you know, you know who's still there is is Dreads, right? Joe. Joe. Joe Where's Rory? Mm-hmm. Where is Rory? <laughs> Maybe he actually got deported. You know how he said Whoa. it was going to be a lot. It was like set up as a lie that he was going to get deported. Maybe they didn't want to bring him back. And he actually got deported. That's really crazy. No, I, I don't think there was ever like a goodbye scene with him. No. Nope. Huh. Anyway. I think that I actually think Damien McGinty was like, I'd rather just be in Celtic Thunder. Glee is toxic. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> You probably had one I'm conversation say, with Liam That's how it went down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was like, ooh. Um, yeah, uh, so then uh, Marley saying, well, Will interrupts Jake and is like, that's enough. We have a lot of people to see. And Jake's like, okay. And then he turns around. He like kicks a music stand. 
And they're like, he's like mad that he doesn't get to sing the entire song. Yeah. Um, and uh, say, and Kurt is like, that is rude and unacceptable. And Will's like, I handle this. Um, yeah, because Kurt, you don't fucking go to the school anymore. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, um, hey man, do you want to put that music stand back? Showing that classic Will Schuster, great handling of conflict. Yeah, I'm a great teacher. I'm like a cool teacher. And he's just like, no. <laughs> and he walks away. <laughs> I hated it. I hated it. Yeah. But, um, yes. And then there's also like random people who come in and do things that are not good. Oh, and they're not, it's not funny. And it's, it's not funny. <laughs> like the girl who came in, she's like, and then she turns on dubstep and she just starts like dancing. And I was like, is this supposed to be funny? I'm not laughing. Um, I, I thought that was funny, but I also listened to dubstep whenever I need to focus on something. And that has been literally all week this week because I've been working overtime. So I was just like slap happy with the dubstep here. Yeah. Yeah. And then we get Marley. She does a duet with Rachel singing New York State of Mind. She sounds really good. Very different from Rachel in a good way. But it made me confused as to how because clearly they're setting her up to be the new Rachel because of the interplay of actually Rachel singing that song and her doing her audition at the same time. Because Tina can't be the lead. She's Asian. We need a white girl. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) But also, like, I was like, she's good. But I'm like, Leah Michelle has something very... uh, Something, something that like really works for her and i think marley is really good but i just don't know if she's like the same thing that they're looking for for rachel i think unique has a different version of that i think blaine would have a different version of i think tina would also have a different version of that but i don't i don't know oh we did forget when uh britney says to wade or unique um Oh, you got a, that's a nice haircut, Mercedes. I thought you graduated. I didn't, I missed that. You missed that? I don't know if that's what you meant when you texted me about Glee is way more racist now. <laughs> no, I missed that because I was probably freaking out in my head about the lunch scene later on about something Kitty said. Oh, when Kitty's like, we can't have a, a popularity homecoming float with all white people. So I suggested do it with all white chrysanthemums. Yeah. She was like devastated that she can't have just white people. And I was like, Colin, the racism went up to a 50. <laughs> yeah. And... Uh, so then the Glee Club, Marley is accepted into the Glee Club and they welcome her and Sugar's like, oh, where'd you get that sweater? And she's like, uh, J. Crew." And then Sugar makes like a face like she knows it's fake. And that d- doesn't go anywhere. It yeah. doesn't go anywhere. Well, it sort of goes somewhere, but we'll get there. <laughs> it does, but it doesn't like... Because no one tries to out her about it. No one tries to out her at all. Yeah. So like, because what, what's happening here is she's kind of coming in as an imposter, kind of, because, you know, like, she's lying about her mom or hiding her mom, and then she's lying about, like, her clothes. But, like, no one's ever trying to out her. So it kind of is pointless. 
as any sort of conflict. There's yeah. no conflict there. Right, you know about that tea conflict? You remember that? I remember. I remember the conflict. I remember the desires. I remember uh, protagonist. All that stuff. Yeah, that protagonist. <laughs> um, so then uh, they're making fun of Marley's mom again, and Sugar is like, her boobs look like soup bags. And then uh, Marley's like, you don't know her life. Like, how dare you say that? Um, and Kitty's like, oh, do you? And Marley's like, yeah, she's my mom. Does it? Well, in the first scene, doesn't Brittany say something that they take as if she's also bullying her? Like she says, maybe she has a disease or maybe she ate someone who had a disease or something like that. Like, yeah, it's it's a very Brittany line that like we probably wouldn't think anything of as a serving malicious, but they think of it as being malicious. And it was very strange. Yeah. Um, so then she storms off and then uh, later Sam comes up to her locker and is like I just want to apologize on behalf of the Glee Club like I understand like that label sewn in my mom used to do that to me all the time where is Sam living he was living with Finn and Kurt um, that's true is he is- homeless again is he <laughs> sewing his own labels on his clothes now where is Sam living? We don't know. Does he um, live in the school? Uh, and then uh, the whole club comes to apologize, and Unique is like, where else would they accept me for being fabulously myself? And I'm like, they have not accepted you for being yourself <laughs> this whole episode. Nope. And they, they barely did it because I don't even know what the crux of that was, but Basically, Wade ends up just putting on all of the, like, being becoming unique. But, also, There's no scene I, of the Glee Club accepting him. No. Also, I, am I right in hearing that Unique speaks about themselves in the third person often? Yes, yes. yes. My question is, or my, not my question, but my my. My concern is that they're making this this person into a caricature as opposed to an actual character by doing something like that. Even though it's too early, that's something I want to track because I was kind of like, I could understand it as being, you know, a character thing that they do, mm-hmm. but I'm also like, or is it the show kind of caricaturing someone who might be in a trans identity? I don't know. Yeah. Stay tuned. Stay I have tuned. no idea. Um, and then, uh, so then Kitty, they're like, yeah, being popular got to our heads. We don't know what happened. And Brittany's like, I've always been popular, but sometimes I forget to wear underwear. <laughs> Which is a great line, a great line. <laughs> And then Kitty comes up and is like, uh, that's good because uh, we extended our invitations because you're national champs. So we could deal with Tarantula Head and Richie Poor. Um, but uh, that invitation did not extend to Precious based on novel Barf by Sapphire or uh, Mike and Molly's daughter. And then they slushy them 
they slushy Marley and Unique, and they're like, order has been restored, and we are back to the status quo. Is that yeah. literally the last scene? No. Oh. No. No. Well, I mean, that was the first scene that we figure out why they were all hanging out together. And honestly, that didn't even, like, that part of us, like, re- like that being a reveal didn't have to exist then. It could have been so simple as them at the first lunch being like, okay, let's talk about how great it was to be national champs. Go. Like, yeah. that simple. Yeah. Like, that would have made way more sense. But also the thing that, like, the Glee Club people say is like, well, I guess you're in Glee Club now. And I'm like... Okay, that sounds great, right? They also don't have enough. They're supposed to have 12 people to compete. (laughs) Why did they only pick one person? And they only auditioned five. (laughs) I know, they kept saying like, oh, there's going to be so much competition. There's so many people auditioning. And then they only showed like five people. And I'm like, what the heck is going on? Even Pitch Perfect or High School Musical... (laughs) Mm-hmm. showed more in a in an audition montage than Glee did and Glee makes more money so I don't know to be fair they have less time true that's true yeah but I also was just like okay so we only know there was a lot of competition because Shu put the sign up sheet up and people rushed to him they showed us a few people and then we picked one person you're not telling me you're telling me there's not like five relatively they still have sugar fucking Mata there and she can't sing. <laughs> Who also I don't think she has uh what was it, self-diagnosed Asperger's anymore. Asperger's? Like she's not <laughs> That joke any, is gone. Yeah, it's <laughs> they're like, oh, this did not land. <laughs> Yeah, uh, let's keep track of how often Joe and Sugar are there because I have a feeling they're going to weave in and out. Um, yeah. Yeah, so then uh, they... I, just, I have a line that just says, I hate Marley's Newsies hat so much. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. Then Will discovers that Jake is Jake Puckerman. He's Noah Puckerman's brother. Um, and Jake is like, oh, my dad's like an NBA player. There could be 50 Puckermans running around. We're half brothers. He's like, oh, now that you know I'm brothers with your boy, you want me in your club? And he's like, no, I stopped your audition because I wanted you in my club. And then you showed attitude. But I know how much good Glee did for your brothers. So I think it could do good for you if you lose that chip on your shoulder. This is so condescending. And then his reaction is just like... <laughs> He's just being stupid. They're both so stupid. <laughs> He's like, I like this chip on my shoulder. I'm like, bro, you don't even know what that means. <laughs> Can we also just like stop on the fact here that they thought that they wanted to, to write in Puckerman's brother, but realized that he had never mentioned having a brother. So yep. Jake is like, oh, he doesn't know about me. Yeah. What? It's it's very stupid and haphazard. And for some reason, I don't know why they thought that they would need another Puck character. Why would you need another person like that? Like, Why would you need them to be related? 
So, okay, yeah. so we're replacing a pop character, fine. Are they saying that 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 only the Puckermans, because of their dad, just like that like emotional issues is somehow genetic. Like yeah, it's in their blood. I read a fan fiction once where uh, I love when your story starts. <laughs> <laughs> this is a few years ago and uh, Puck and his brother started to have sex, and I was like, "What am I reading?" And I shut my like every day, I like, shut my laptop. It was like I need to like close out of the tab, so he opened my laptop you again. Their history. <laughs> you didn't check for the incest tag this was on fanfic.net, so I didn't have those tags. Like they on archive of our own. They totally have the incest tag. Maybe now. Maybe, Maybe now. Back Maybe in the dark that's ages. why. <laughs> <laughs> Someone else found that same one. They're like, no, Pucker Minions. That's absolutely not. Um, yeah, so then they sing Chasing Pavements. And it's good. I actually really like this cover. I don't know if you notice, but they're doing something that I have complained about for two years now they're rehearsing they're rehearsing <laughs> a number and it works it's story related because they're integrating marley their shoe is actually guiding them it looks like a rehearsal and i was like why don't you do this all the time i was so impressed i was like all right season four here we go realism <laughs> and then i remembered the rest of the episode before it and i was like oh yeah so yeah, that's the end of the episode. That's it. I thought we weren't going to have a lot to talk about because this episode was kind of boring. But yeah. as usual, Glee provides. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, we could, you know, even if we don't find something to talk about about the episode, we just talk amongst ourselves. Let me do that a little bit. Yeah. Um, it happens. Um, so... Tina, Tina, we kind of forgot to count because this is our first episode back, and she had a lot of lines. I did. I didn't even like. I tried, kind of, not really. I'm gonna say eighteen. I have in my notes eleven to thirteen. I the last thing I remember Colin saying the last number I remember him saying out loud was eleven. Okay. I don't even right. have my own count. I just have Colin's count that he said out loud. <laughs> well, you know what? Just like Glee, we're we're nothing but uh, consistent. <laughs> <laughs> so now let's talk about our MVPs and LVPs. Mm-hmm. T. Who is your least favorite character? Well, I didn't care for that guy who who shoved the music stand down. Because mm-hmm. I had to set up music stands when I was in elementary school. And I know how long that, that takes. So yeah. that bothered me when he, when, he, when he did that. So I would say that guy. What was yeah. that guy's name? Jake. 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 Yeah, I didn't care. For, I didn't care for his attitude. In that. Uh, I, mean, I, I get it. I get it. I get he had an attitude, but... Uh, don't, don't shut that down the music stands, in my opinion. Yeah. It's like when they're old, they're kind of like rusty <laughs> and they're hard to move and it's a yeah. nightmare. Yeah. Um, I also picked Jake. I thought all around he was an asshole and I just, 
I, I don't like him already. And I, I don't know. I think oddly enough, there was something at least to like about Puck after a little while. So like, maybe they're going to do something like that, but you know, fingers crossed. Yeah. As far as we know, he's not having sex with older married women. And he hasn't raped anyone in Mike Pack. Yes, so two two positives. Yeah. The bar's pretty low in the Gleeverse. The bar is <laughs> I was actually talking about about that with someone today, about like how low the bar is in general for a lot of people these days. It's like, well, he hasn't raped anybody, so the bar is all the way down. <laughs> it is on the floor. It is a step. <laughs> it went down into the basement. We are subterranean. Yeah. What do Alyssa? I do um, I'm going to go with the teacher whose name I can't remember. Cassandra July. Cassandra mm. what what? July. July. What a dumb name. Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> she's just, she's... She needs to get her life together. She is a piece of work. I can't believe she's teaching students um, when she has so much problems with herself. Like, I guess the, the I, I don't know, like, is she supposed to be like that much more terrible because she's a college professor or something? I didn't. Mm quite understand her dynamic and is she only gonna be this foil for Rachel or are we gonna learn more about her or like I don't know I just didn't like the way she was set up I don't know where she's going not not a fan I'm going with Kitty I already can't stand her and I know she's just gonna be around for a long time and she only gets worse from the little I know. And I think the offensive thing to say that, you know, she's the new Quinn uh, is that it, that just kind of boils it down that, like, Quinn was just a fucking asshole, but she wasn't. Quinn was a little more complicated. Yeah, she was way more complex. And the show was, like, boiling her down to the mean person, the mean girl personality that they gave her. Honestly, I felt like they literally just boiled her down to blonde cheerleader. Two words. That too. Blonde yep. cheerleader. Yeah. Ugh, Kitty. I'm just so not looking I forward like to more name. of Kitty. It reminds me of a mom from that 70s show who was a delightful <laughs> character. Um, yeah, so let's talk about our MVPs. T, who is your favorite character? Well, in real life, I would be insanely attracted to Cassandra July. That's the kind of woman I go for. <laughs> but in the show, I like I like that guy's dad. Um, yeah. What's that guy's dad? Uh, what's that kid's name? Kurt. Yeah, that guy. dad, Bert. Yeah. yeah. I thought, you know what? This is an... Because uh, I'm not knowing anything. I thought, oh, is he like going to be like, oh, one of those, you know... But he was really nice and really supportive. And I thought, oh, that's a nice character. I like that guy. Yeah. When I was watching I that know. scene, I was like, T's going to like Bert. <laughs> yeah, I, I like Bert. I, I like Bert a lot. So I'm going with Bert for my MVP. 
anyone who doesn't like Bert it has to be a terrible person because Bert is just so good. Um, I have I I was gonna say Rachel because like it was such a long time since I had last actually felt anything for her besides just like, eh. But I I was kind of like you know what I'm gonna go with Marley because she stood up to the Glee Club after she had just met them and just got in the club and she was like you guys are assholes and she stood up for her mom because for some reason the show doesn't want her mom to stand up for herself so yeah I'm giving it to Marley I'm going with Robin the baby yes Robin the baby uh, cutest baby I've seen on Glee, which is only baby I've seen on Glee. Um, no, you saw, Beth. um, Beth, not your mom. No, Robin's definitely cuter than Beth. I know you're not supposed to like rate cuteness of tiny children, but listen, the only thing I remember about Beth is her being a, a blob. So I don't like. <laughs> Um, I I just really liked it that they showed Robin. I'm sure this is the first and last time we ever get to see her. Um, but she's become my MVP because I just want to like shout out Robin exists. Sue had a child. Yeah. I think I was gonna go with Blaine because I really liked his cover of. Imagine Dragons, but he also told Unique not to wear makeup, and I'm like, yeah. gross. Um, so I think I'm gonna go with Marley too. She Karen Cartwright it up. Uh, she and we know you love an ingenue. <laughs> I do. <laughs> uh, she stood up for her mom, and she stood up to the Glee kids. Um, and I love that actress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she, I like her voice. Oh, we should clarify that she doesn't want to go to Broadway. She wants to be a singer on the radio. That was like, it almost sounded like a 65-year-old man wrote that line for her. And yes. then she delivered it as a 65-year-old man. I was like, what are you saying? I want to be a singer on the radio. It's so weird. Like the Andrews sisters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm getting over cold. Oh no. Uh, so let's talk about the music. We had uh, the Lady Gaga song Americano. New York State of Mind, Ave Maria. Are we counting that one? She didn't even get it. We didn't. We, we got two words in. Um, I mean, isn't that pretty much the whole song? <laughs> hey, there's more Latin. It. There's more Latin in there, okay? I only know Ave Maria. Um, Grazia uh, Plata. That's it. I just know four words. Um... The song that Jake sang. Uh, Don't Let Me Go. Wait, is it Italian? It's Latin. Okay. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 
chasing pavements. Imagine uh, dragons. Imagine dragons. Uh, it's time. And uh, call me maybe. Call me maybe. From my favorite artist, Carly Rae Jepsen. <laughs> um, so T, what was your least favorite song? As 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 pained as I am to say it, I found that what the, the Kate Hudson song really boring. I'd rather watch paint dry on my wall over here than have to watch that again. It was I was so <laughs> bored. I was so bored with that. So I would go with, with, with that one. I didn't know what they were singing about. I didn't know what the dan- what was happening with that awful dancing. So that one's for me. The what was it called? Dream, uh, Americano. 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 <laughs> Dream on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dream on. Americano. Right. That's um, what I was, yeah. Americano. Yeah. It was between that and um, was it called "Don't Let Me Go"? The song that Jake sang. Yeah. I I don't like Americano as a song. I did not like that cover, but I think I disliked jake's version of that song because i don't like his voice already like it, there's a lot of nasally stuff happening which i can't imagine that nikki from the glee project uh the the producer would have fun with but you know i don't know so yeah i'm going with don't let me go originally by the fray Alyssa, i'm gonna go with americano i her you know like her voice isn't terrible but that song is terrible and her voice singing that song it's like makes it even more terrible than me trying to speak this song song. (laughs) 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 pay half my rent (laughs) going with that one I'm going with Americano too. Like the moment it happened, I was like, I hate this. No, thank you. <laughs> Shut the door, please, please. Um, yeah. So T, what was your favorite song? I liked the Billy Joel song, but I liked when Supergirl sang it. Not when David Schwimmer or uh, what's her what's what's her Lee name? Michelle. Uh, Lee Michelle. Lee Michelle. <laughs> sang it. So I go with the, but I like the Supergirl half of uh, uh, New York State of Mind. Supergirl half. <laughs> I can't think what her name is. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with a different Supergirl song. I'm going with Chasing Pavements. I love that song. And I think Marley's voice sounds really, really good with it. Um, yeah. So yeah, Chasing Pavements. Can you speak, Alyssa? I'm going to go with the cup song. It's time. The Imagine Dragons one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's time to begin. Because I like that song and I like Blaine. That's it. <laughs> and she likes cups. <laughs> I like that song, but I'm going with Chasing Pavements. I really like that cover, and I really like Melissa Benoit's voice in that cover. And it makes sense for the story, too. Yeah. It's like a really good song. I Cut listen it. to that by myself. It. 
time it begin doesn't because it does yeah it, it actually shockingly does make sense for the story yeah <laughs> um oh my god that's it that's it that's the we're reaching the end of our first episode of season four t you have a podcast yes i do tell us about it well i uh it's a podcast that i host with my cousin nicholas who does really all the work i don't i as you know i can't do anything remotely technical or any kind of editing hannah one time had to show me how to use a powerpoint uh, <laughs> he, he's like, if I have technical issues, I'm gonna call you. So that's where he started. And uh, we, it's a, it's called obscure obsessions, and it's, every week we pick a different obscure or under what we consider. Well, really, what I consider because I, I pick the topic, uh, movie or TV show or. Uh, some or they could be a, a bunch of them that are connected. Sometimes we'll pick a director, sometimes we'll pick an actor, and we just sort of talk about it. And we talk about why we like it, or I either get angry about something about why it's not why why don't people like it enough, or why is it not appreciated enough. And our goal really is to kind of spotlight different kinds of movies that maybe the general normal person wouldn't know anything about, or or sometimes we'll pick. I especially will pick movies that people might put their nose up to initially, but that I think might have something kind of fun. We talk about what's the crap parts of it, but we also talk about what's good about it. And sprinkled in with my various ravings and, and, and outbursts, and uh, we, we also do episodes where we'll just recommend, like we'll surprise each other, like I'll recommend something and he'll recommend something. And we, we've had fun doing it, especially since I really don't do very much except talk the whole time. And then he goes off and somehow it gets done. Uh, so it, it comes out every Friday, I guess, on, at 10 a.m. New Jersey Standard Time, also known as Eastern Standard Time. Uh, and we're, we're, we've enjoyed doing it, so... That's our podcast, Obscure Sessions. You guys are on Apple, Spotify, kind of the standards just like that. I guess so. Yeah. Um, you can even follow us on, I have my notes. When you're, when you're ready to plug, I'll plug. Go ahead but, and plug uh, away. Okay. We're on, he wrote this down for me. We're on Instagram at Obscure Podcasts, all lowercase. And we're on Twitter at Obscure Pod, capital O, capital P. Well, I, I've never been on that on the Twitter thing, so I assume it's going to be good. But uh, you can find us there, and we post every once in a while. I'm going to start to figure out how to post on Instagram again, and uh, we'll be doing that and having some fun with it. Awesome. Well, I'm excited to listen because I saw on your Instagram. Well, by the time this comes out, you guys will have a couple episodes. But the first episode, you guys are talking about MC Ganey. Yeah, we talked a little bit about lost. him. All right, well, the first, the first one is um, uh, on, uh, we, do movie, we, we do like movie, obscure movie quotes, I think is what the gimmick is of the week. Hmm. And we talk about MC Ganey a little bit. We talk also about the country bears. 
We talk oh, about um, a John Cusack movie called Better Off Dead. We talk about, uh, uh, what's the other one? We talk about The Great Muppet Caper, which is one of the second Muppet movie. And uh, so there's a lot to choose from. Very cool. All right. So Glee Boot, we are at Glee Boot Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And then we are also on Tumblr, gleebootpod.tumblr.com. You can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at yaboyryan99. And you can follow me on YouTube at yaboyryan. And you can follow me on Instagram at a.m.s.w.e.a.r.i.n.g.e.n. And hopefully I will have some new content coming soon because I am really excited about possibly getting a Wacom display and any artists out there who, who listen to this podcast will know what that is. And I'm very excited about it. What is it? digital art it's a pen display so it hooks up to your computer and then you like draw straight on it for like like digital painting and photoshop oh interesting (laughs) i'm so excited that's cool yeah yeah that's wow we did it guys season four episode one yeah tune in next week yeah thank you two so much for coming on we hope you had fun I did. I learned everything that I had no idea what the hell was going on in that episode. I got to see. I got to see you all again. So thanks for having me, and uh, I would love to do it again one day. I'd love to pick another episode for me to be totally confused by. Pick the most confusing episode, and I'll watch that one. I want to see another Rocky Horror Picture Show one. (laughs) So tune in next week for another Britney Spears episode. Um, oh, that yeah. we can only assume will be done tastefully. <laughs> wow, especially okay. in light of hashtag free Britney. <laughs> I'm excited. All right, bye guys. Bye. bye. bye.